welcome to episode 53 of the Ranching Heresy podcast. My name is Jody, also known as Peyton Chap on the, uh, the old interwebs there. And I'm your host for this evening, as I have been for the last 50 odd episodes. And with me tonight, as always, in our virtual studio, our virtual heresy cave of decadence and whatever it may or may not be, uh, are my co-host, the lovely Christopher, off to my left here in my virtual studio. How are you doing, buddy? We tried to replace you, get your gut back. Uh, doesn't that you, you've got to get deep to that shit take buddy you know that it's not going to happen I was here at the beginning I'll be buried I'll be going feet out at the end that's how it rolls that's what we so, were trying well, could it just yeah. find a hole deep enough to bury it yeah it's gonna it'd be like Easter Island man my feet would be sticking out of the bottom it is it ain't gonna happen that's all I can say it ain't gonna happen uh and with me on the right hand side live not from the not from the laundry room, but from his own living room. Hence, there might be some weird sounds in there. We never know. They he's let the him Prince. out. They let him out. Oh, they're not there to supervise him. He broke free. <laughs> uh, he's the one, the only. Mr. Freddy, how you doing, buddy? I am extraordinary well. <coughs> I'm home alone. Out of, sweat, <laughs> out of the sweat box. I know, I know. No family, uh, no kids, no nothing. Just me, the living room, some beer, and you guys. Damn it! Why did I? Why did I say that last bit? You, well, you can't have everything, mate. But you know, you, you gotta have. <laughs> so the, the, the one out. time I have the house to myself, we do this shit. What the fuck's yeah, wrong well, with me? I don't know. You, you got your priorities right for for all our listeners. You know, that's all, true. All, all three of them who care, and you know, all that sort of stuff. <clears throat> well, that would be us three listening to our own episodes. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> we love it. We love ourselves, so we've got to do something. And Magnus, because I pay him to listen. You pay him? Bloody hell, well done. To be, fair, <laughs> to be fair, there's a lot of just random accounts that just download it and play it, but never would listen to it. That, would, there be, would there be any reason for that, Chris? Yeah, you never know. Have a clue. Well, it, it could explain the offers I, I'm getting to our email account about how they want to promote our events, like uh, with professional promotion people working in <laughs> Kenya and shit. So, do you know who we are? We demand Nigerian princes, not Kenyan Kenyan politicians. We want Nigerian princes, <laughs> goddammit. Get your websites discovered. Promotions. Yeah. Get Frank SEO. Yeah, free, get yourself a free XXX, uh, .XXX site, but that may have nothing to do with this. Anyway, okay, moving on. Um, so, tonight, episode 53, it's the end of the year. It is the... the our retrospective of 2017, a look back the year, the year that was and the year uh, we will start talking about the year that is to come in 2018. Um, it's that gray area for, for me personally. I don't know about you guys between Christmas and New Year's where Christmas is done. New Year's on the way. There's those few days in between that apparently exist on the calendar where you just consume food and drink and you know have no idea what's going on. So I get a feeling that's what this episode may turn out to be. Well, you also go to the sales and realize that you don't really need stuff, but to buy stuff anyway. So you, or you go to the sales, realize you don't have any money, and technically you're saving even more. Um, but maybe that's just me. Um, so probably. Uh, so on, before we get on with tonight's episodes, I'd like to uh, just give a shout out to our uh, social medias. You can find us on Facebook at the Varangian Heresy podcast page. Come on, give us a like. Keep up to date with what we're doing, what the, the episodes. You can see all our events from there as well. Uh, then you can hop on over to the link group, which is the Varangian Heresy podcast group, which has got the snappy name, so it's easy to remember. And you can post your whips up, get in touch with us, get in contact, have a chat, and just 
or Colby as we go along. We do Twitter at some points uh, where we are at Verandian Heresy occasionally, and that is the Verandian Heresy. That is at Verandian Heresy, I should say. And then the most important bit, where you can send your Nigerian Prince letters, your army lists, if you'd actually like us to review them, any ideas that you'd like us to talk about, or if you want to come on as a guest and shout out hobby in your area, events in your area, pretty much anything hobby-related, or not, depends if it catches our fancy, um, then you drop us an email there. And that's that's us on the social medias, as it stands. Well, Have I missed... we can also mention that you got the, an Instagram page that's uh, at Painting Chap. I do. I have my app Painting Chap, which is uh, my, my commission business there, and I do have uh, PaintingChap.com as well. And you've got one as well, haven't you, Chris? Yep, I got uh, at Project Nevindar on Instagram, or mm-hmm. Project Nevindar at blogspot.com if you want to the website, where the Rust Painting Guide from the Dimension in Lost episode is up. Oh, very nice. Also, you since we just mentioned it, on, uh, <laughs> when we didn't discuss it, we actually got an email where, where we, for get your website discovered to the podcast mail while we were talking. Now, did we really? <laughs> awesome! <laughs> they, they, they're listening yeah. as we're recording. God, well, that that's not scary at all. Anyway, okay, um, <laughs> let's just take that as a as an offer under advisement and move on. Um, so, tonight um, we are going to be talking about 2017 and all the stuff that's been going on. But before before we get into that. Um, Let's just sort of have a quick chat. Is there anything anybody's been doing in the hobby since we, you know, last did this into the hobby section, which I think was yesterday? <laughs> well, I, I've done something. Oh, God, yeah, no, wait. Hang on. Chris and I get our, our meager attempts out of the way before but you I'm come sure in. I'm sure you actually want to admit that on, on tape, because it might be held against you in a court of law. Uh, that's all right. See, I've done some, something for our honor. For oh, okay, fucking well. dignity, for for making up for all the times that you two has uh, dragged our podcasts uh, <laughs> in the, the, the dirty. I'm sorry. I, once again, I had, down, to, I, had, no... I had to come in and fucking set the table straight. To be able no. to be bad at the, t- the, the tabletop, you actually have to play. I don't play, hence I win all the time <laughs> by default. Ah, oh, shit. Right, okay. Come on, Freddy. Get that <clears throat> ego wagging out of the way then. You go first, mate. Well, uh, Someone from Don't Lose Your Head podcast threw down the gauntlet and uh, decided that they wanted to show who is the biggest fucking podcast in Sweden town. And the Varangian stepped up and stepped all over that shit. Do we have to get that uh, Nikos award from his podcast co-host now then? Yeah, I know. (laughs) I think they use it like a dual microphone holder, don't they? Just, you know. Well... Like my parting word to Nicholas was, remember, son, you're only as good as your last game. So uh, listening to his episode, he was so happy that he actually won against Linus at uh, Avarii. But now he's not not winning anymore. So now you feel better that you jumped all over his dreams. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Good man. Good man. Keep it up there. You must know that he needs uh, tiger blood to be a winner, to actually be winning. That is true. But you know, Nicholas, you're only as good as your last game. Remember that, son. That's how it is. You have been varanganized. You've been weighed, you've been measured, and you've now been varanganized. <laughs> you've been varangian heresied. Oh. So currently he's 
He's at a bar eating ice cream with his wooden spoon, crying in a corner. <laughs> Preparing himself to be thrown out by uh, Stockholm bouncers, because apparently they hate him. Oh, is he off, is he off on the, also out for a drink tonight, is he? Yeah. I'm pretty much yeah. too. He is going to uh, the southern part of Stockholm, where all the hipsters are hanging. Oh, so he'll be drinking one. He'll be drinking at least one of the beers that I'm drinking. Then that's fine. Yeah. So he is is probably at one of those. Uh, I don't know where they read poems and they have a joint environmental and feminist party sort of thing. It's, you, you do realize he's probably not going to get in anyway because he doesn't have a beard. Ah, uh, that's true. But you know, he's a millen- millennial anyway. So. Okay, he'll just talk about avocado toast and get in. Yeah. Ah, fair enough. Good <laughs> <laughs> up, you, buddy. Well, yeah, so besides that, I have primed my oh, Necromunda squad. I am my Necromunda squad, and I have primed a bit of my militia for Adepticon. Uh, and then I have attempted to fucking build an Arvis lighter that just doesn't want to cooperate. Fair enough. This 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 uh, is this Arvis lighter had its date with the boiling water. Oh, 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 oh sorry, and I, I built some some more Talus terrain. Fair okay. enough. Yeah. Very nicely done. Does it? Does the uh, does the old uh, Arvis lighter has it had its date with the hot water bath yet? Then, or no, not yet. So far, it's only had a. I don't know. I throw it. I threw it across the room, mm-hmm. and then and then my missus got angry, and I picked it up and I put it back in the laundry where it belongs. Apparently, <laughs> it lives. Don't let this stuff get into our house. <laughs> that's where it lives. And then I looked at the it angrily. Ecosystem. Yeah. <laughs> I restored the eco-balance, and then I've walked around it, and every time I go into the laundry, because I've done some washing, you know, because I'm, I'm that guy, I'm very house-kept, house, house kept. and I've looked at it angrily, giving my, my fucking angry eye. You should just run it in a tumble dryer on a short program, like 20 minutes. Probably. To punish it. To punish yeah. <laughs> Fix, God damn you, you'll end up like this. <laughs> just you know, run something in the tumble dryer as a as a, as a threat before you even yeah. get there. Yeah, that, that's about it. But most importantly, I fucking crashed Nicholas, and I also showed him that the, the superior legion is the third legion. Perfection. Hashtag perfection. It's the only hashtag you need. It's all I need. This is true. So, Chris, what have you been up to, bro? Well, been working on the same stuff. Given that we recorded this was yesterday, time wise, <laughs> no one has really no, excuses, that, excuses. I have we're probably at about fifteen percent on my terrain build. Uh-huh. I've been uh, working on some fluff for our a friend of the podcast for his event, and uh, I've been ordering way too much paint. And and just, never, uh, never too many paints. That depends on what you're actually ordering, you know. <laughs> well, well, I'm just well, looking well. look at this. Do I really need this uh, other company's version of the same color? <laughs> okay, if you've got the same color, same Panatone <laughs> color in three different brands or four different brands, you may have an issue. Just saying, may no, 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 that's totally reasonable. Though. Leave Chris alone because there might be slight difference of shade in them. Yep. Also, there might also be a slight different finish on them if, the, if how matte they are or how yeah, more that's true. And, and and also, are these color water based? Yeah, these are water based. 
Well, yeah, not, so see, not everything I bought was water-based, though. Yeah, but, but when the apocalypse comes, you will have an, you know, a, a sufficient water supply. Okay, going to drink the well, what are we eating tonight, kids? Oh, it's okay. We, we're eating... It's Spanish we're eating green. Cape, we're eating <laughs> we're drinking paint colour bone white for dinner, kids. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to add, add some chestnut ink in there just for some classic flavour. Did I order Spanish green? I didn't remember that. Oh, well. Yeah. Good. <laughs> well, well, no one that. expects the Spanish green. Well, te- even though everyone expected a Spanish Inquisition because they gave a 30-day notice. Yeah. <laughs> the Spanish green just, just sounds like something you don't want to get as a you know on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what did you do when drinking? What did you do? Got the Spanish green. Ooh, Spanish green. Not good. Yeah, but that's basically what I've done. A bit of hobbying, a bit of buying. More buying than hobbying, actually. Right. More spending than hobbying, but you yeah. know, it's all it's all in the same course. It all counts. Well, what, what else are you going to do with uh, Mellandogs Reor, as we have in Sweden, which is the sale that takes place between Christmas and New Year's? Um, I would say save money, but you know, you don't have any money. That's why. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. I, I can save the stuff I don't have. This is awesome. See, I'm making it work. Speaking of, do you have any progress in this yesterday? Um. A little, uh, actually, I can't. I can't bitch too much. I've been re- reorganizing my uh, my painting space and getting everything organized. I've been inventorying my um, supply of miniatures, and I've got a lot more miniatures than I thought. Yeah, um, that's usually what happens when you actually do something stupid enough as re- organizing it. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> then then sort of realize that. I, I don't have enough of the miniatures I want, being a difference. Oh, that's also so, how it usually is. Yeah, so then I, I've been sort of um, filling up a number of different online um, shopping baskets of, you know, stuff because I want stuff. But I haven't bought any because, as we all know, I, I'm the perennial poor one here on the podcast. That, that's okay. Um, I am, however, going to be uh, at some point soon – um, although I've promised them a review for God knows how long, I'm going to be shopping on uh, Tabletop Tyrant, um, so tabletoptyrant.co.uk. Um, these are the guys who actually um, I owe a review from a long time back, who who I bought my uh, miniature case from, and I had a quick look at them today because I was looking for some foam, um, and I found out they, they're doing a new um, new bag line, which is called the Dreadnought, and it's huge. Um, and it's a really good deal when you sort of use their build their own function so you can choose the layers of foam and everything you want in there. And it still works out cheaper than most of the, um, most of the battle phone cases and it looks pretty good. Um, so yeah, that's going to be what I'm going to be going for next, I think. But uh, other than that, it's just, it's just been a lot of organizing, uh, getting some commissions. Uh, started prep work on some of them. Just uh, I've got a build commission that I'm putting together at the moment, and uh, an Iron Hands army that I'm in priming stages of at the moment. So that's what I've been working on. Not a not a huge amount in 24 hours, but you know something. So I, I've defended my own honour. While you go, you know, you've been defending the your or not defending your budget, and Freddie's been defending the podcast honour. So I think we've done pretty well. What <laughs> else? But to, to, be be, fair. to be able to defend your honor, you have to have any honor from the beginning. You may have mm. reclaimed honor, though. Reclaimed well, reclaimed honor. it. Or, or claimed, in fact, you've just claimed some honor, you've, maybe. You've stolen honor. How dare you? 
How dare you? But it's ours now, and you can't have it back. We've touched it. Um, so, yeah, it's ours. Uh, so there, that, that's what I think we've all been up to in the hobby. Um, and now we sort of we want to sort of move on. We're going to we're going to get a bit of a musical break in before we go on to our retrospective, our yearly review. But before we do that, uh, there's there's been one thing that we've we've sort of mentioned, and I think everybody in the community has known about, has been affected by one way or another, and has been um, yeah a major a major part of 2017. And we, first of all, we wanted to uh, actually dedicate this episode to the memory of Alan Bly. Um, unfortunately, I don't think any of us have ever, ever had the chance to meet or talk to the gentleman. But we have all been the recipients of his passion and uh, pride and just devotion and, and drive to towards the hobby that we all take part in. And his work has been something that's... Uh, had a major impact on all three of us. To be fair, and without his work, none of us would be sitting here talking about his work. Exactly. <laughs> and um, so we we just wanted to we wanted to talk about this at this part of the podcast because it's such a big thing um, and it's such an important thing that while we don't want to, um, we're not pushing it under the rope, not moving it out of the way. It deserves its focus over the sort of the fun things that we're going to talk about later. Um, it's been referred to as a great shadow, a great loss, um, you know, a big step backwards, uh, whatever you want to call it, but the, the impact of losing Alan um, in for what seemed to those of us in the, the greater community, um, those who didn't know him who weren't part of his life day to day, in such a, a short time um, from sort of learning what, what happened to literally learning what happened. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's something we need to talk about. Uh, I mean, I don't know if any either of you guys want to sort of start, jump on there straight away and, and sort of take off from that. I mean, Freddie, you've we were talking, yeah. we've been talking about this a bit. Do you want to hop in well, there, bud? Yeah, I think it's just uh, I don't think how many people reflect about it a lot. Like when they read the black books and and like like hell, I was even reading. You know the siege of racks and going through like the editor's notes and who who was proofreading and who was doing the other stuff. Like his name was up there. Heaps of Fort World books I have. Like his name was up there. Like for for the Badab Wars and shit. Mm-hmm. And you know he he's been such a massive part of yeah not not just the 30k community even like the old 40k communities. Like he's one of the old guard at Fort World and like like personally for all the things that I loved about the hobby. I think he has had his finger in every single pie that I have fucking eaten out of that. And, and like, just, just like, I, I remember opening up Betrayal, like the first, first black book ever. And I was back from Afghanistan and I've, I've ordered it while I was over there, obviously. As soon as I got internet and I know it was releasing, I was like, shit, that this is prior number one thing for me to do. And then, like, the intro there, and we're, we're like, we're getting used to his signature, like, uh, the, the AV. I was there when blah, 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 and he does the intro, like, the first page. Remember, in every single black book, the first break there, when he does sort of, like, the summarizing what's happened and stuff. Yeah. And, 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 and just that first page, and I know it was Alan's work, and it was just, it just blew me away. And the rest of the black book, like, betrayal, all my, like, I, I can still... 
I could like of all the black books that I go to, I still go to Betrayer, and I, I still revisit that book the most. And 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 there, right there and then, this man, like this this person, he is, like for me, Games Workshop probably was pretty much dead by then. But I I could not, you know, because I always always been fascinated about the her- by uh, about the heresy. And it's always been one of those things, like, I remember back on an epic, as in Space Marine, the Horse Heresy, like when it all started, and in Rogue Trader and stuff. And it's always been, back there, it's always been the most interesting part to read, like when you read the old codexes for the Dark Angels, or the codexes for the Chaos Space Marines, like the Heresy thing, it's always the one that has been drawing my attention. It's always something that's been fascinating, always something I wanted to know more about. And then, getting this fucking book, like this most amazing book in the entire fucking universe. You had the armies, you had like the, the pre-cruise, like the, the great crusade and like, the, and the, the late, like how he is presented and like just his four words, like his four words, words there, it just sent shivers down my spine. And, and man, the, the, the stuff that he has done, it's just top notch. And it's, you know, it's fair to say, like it's, it has definitely changed changed my entire hobby focus, and it's just been like I'm totally immersed in the horror series. And if we wouldn't be him for him, we have, wouldn't have done all the raffles. We wouldn't have like had this community, these charity raffles going on left, right, and center, which is also like uh, like a little baby child of the entire heresy community. It's like we do raffles, we do like the community. Well, I wouldn't have connected with all these amazing people across the world. About this, I'll be like all the way from Australia to America to Canada, you know, to Finland, to Sweden, to Germany, to the UK, old blighty, you know, fucking even people like in in Africa or or in Asia, you know, it, it is it's such a big thing. So I, I I don't think it's really hard to explain just really how a big impact. Just one person can have, and and every I, I know most people by now have seen the teaser trailer for, for the fan made movie about the Horus Heresy, you know the the, the death of hope. hope. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So like, <clears throat> not just that you have fucking even like little iPad games and and, and shit. It's just it had it, it has just so fucking exploded from from that one little line when it all started way 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 back in Rogue Trader, to the expanded history in Space Marines, I'm talking about Six Mill, like the epic one, when it was just about the horses, like Titan Legions and shit. And how that has, like, it's always been there. And what he took all that fucking old school fluff and narrative and get, like everything, he put it all together and he made, like, he made it his own and he's created something fucking amazing. And I'm still hard for heresy. And I know that's not our hashtag, but man... The only reason I'm hard for heresy is thanks to this man and what he did. And if some, if someone, you know, it's not that many people in the entire world that can affect even more than ten or fifteen <coughs> people, but he's affected a lot of people. And I think yeah. he has affected more people than even Fort World and Games Workshop even have any ideas about. And you know, it's pretty amazing. That's really well said, Freddie. Yeah, totally agree with you on that. Chris, well, you got any thoughts you want to add on that? Well, Freddy did manage to sum it up quite well, but I also want to mention that they did quite a lot of work for the Dark Heresy role-playing game as well. 
He was involved. I didn't know he was involved in that. Yeah, they were, they already in all set of books. Yeah, like the Brian yeah. Carey's the Rogue Trader book and the Death Watch book, core book. Yeah. So like he, it's like like uh, Chris said, like he he has had his fingers in so many pies and yeah. and you know all all his stuff. Like I I, I never played. Like I, I've I had the books before I moved from Australia. But the only reason I had the books is just because like the background and the little snippets and the story because I love fluff and I'm a fluffaholic. So I I just actually I didn't play the role playing game. I just read. All the stuff in the books, anyway. Yeah, it's, the books are really good. I think John French yeah. worked on those as well. So yeah. it's good writing all around. But Alan really did some really good stuff. And the the heresy, the first book, the betrayal, is basically the reason why I got back into the G-Dub hobby. Anyway, because I had fallen out of that after. Well, certain editions where you basically just showed up with your arm and won. Because that's have changed, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think it he can't, he can't be replaced. They will make a good effort of replacing him, or not replacing him, but continuing the work in the way it's done. But it will, yeah. it will take a long time for the, for everything to, Get back to so, something with a semblance of normality. I think. Yeah, I think I think you're spot on there, Chris. I mean, it, not only is there, I mean, lo- losing Alan. Like, I, ca- I came into the hobby. Uh, I came into Heresy um, around book three, so I, I missed out the the original two books in in the same way that you guys have. But what I think the biggest impact for me has been. Uh, the fact that these the black books exist, and if you compare just just what's in them to anything and everything that's in my opinion been created for like the 40k universe, even the old world, these are some of the most um, well put together, well presented, detailed pieces of literature to come out of that the hobby, um, and he's been a driving force behind them, and they've they've just created. A universe, like you said, Freddie, that literally came from almost one line, well, one sentence way back when. Um, and to do that alone, just as, as a creative force, is something something outstanding. Um, and then he, he's had an impact, like you said, again, to echoing on what Chris has, both of you said, the impact that he's had on all aspects of the hobby and community. I mean, um, ADB has dedicated his latest book, I think to, uh, to Alan, um, because uh, again, you know, all the people who have interacted with the heresy have interacted with Alan and have known him for however long. And I'm, I'm talking like, I know him like I drink, I drank down the pub with him. I didn't, but it's just the, that that's the feeling that you get from the, how this man has influenced us and, and how he's been part of this part of our hobby, our enjoyment on, on such a scale. Um, and I think it's, I mean, the fact that there's been such a push with specialist games and, we, you know, there's been a loss of staff and, you know, resources have been moved around in, in, internally within Games Workshop and Forge World. And then we've got, um, you know, losing Alan. I think it's going to have a, a real slowdown, um, an even bigger slowdown on, on the heresy community than, than was first expected. 
But on the other hand, if that means that they can finally get some time to catch up with the miniatures, that might be a <laughs> might be a good thing to spend the slowdown on. Yeah, if, I think. Sorry, have, go on, Chris. If you have a, less resources to push the momentum forward as at the pace it has been, at least make something of it. Yeah. And I think one of the things that was um, actually been quite telling, I mean, we, we've referred to the new rulebook as the Bible, uh, because that's, you know, how, how <laughs> that's literally as it is. Uh, but I was listening to the Age of Darkness uh, podcast, and Miles was talking about a, a Reddit thread that went through uh, with one of the writers. And I, I apologize, I can't remember the gentleman's name. Um, and it's actually said that Alan was quite, interested in and had lots of ideas for taking the heresy into eighth. Um, so I, I think had Alan been involved, I think that the, the transition would, I don't know, I would have felt more confident in it. You understand what I'm, where I'm sort of getting at? Um, but without that, I think it's going to be a hard, without that, I, I don't know how e much of an easy sell it would be to bring the heresy over to eighth, um, at least for the time being. But um I'm I'm not going to get into that discussion because that will come up later on. And I'm, I'm very happy where we are, but I just think it's it shows it just shows what 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 he was as a, who he was as as part of this community and part of as a producer as an influence as yeah. I don't, there's 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 too many words that could be used to describe what he's done, but he's just been the heresy. I think is probably the best way of putting it. Yeah. Um, well, he has been part of the community for the past five years, like not 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 as not more. Yeah, well, he, yeah, like like he's always been there. Like he, you can see his work shown through on all the production and stuff, and you know he's just been there. And now he's not there. And like one of the my biggest hopes for 2018 is that if they can find a person with at least you know I don't know 70 percent of his passion. And his interest in the heresy, then you know I'll, I'll be pretty confident moving forward. But you know it's it's some pretty big boots to replace. But you know, yeah, that, that's that's going to be one hell of a hell of a jump is uh, the person who's going to step in there. But you know, whoever it is, they'll have the full support of the community behind them uh, because it's not going to be an easy 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 boots to fill. But we'll be there to to back them up one way or the other. That much I'm sure of. Um, so yeah, but yeah, Alan, uh, Alan, your influence and everything will be missed. Uh, what you've given us is beyond beyond weight and measure. We can't we can't really pay you back now that you're gone, but we'll just do our best to keep this going, keep the hobby going, and keep doing what we do, what you gave us. Uh, basically, that's that's what I'd like to say. I mean, do you guys got any final thoughts before we sort of roll on out of this section and move on to the main year in review? No? No, I just think that we basically should raise a glass to his memory. Yep, I'm up for that. Freddie, you got a glass in hand? Yep, always. Good, man. Chris, you got a glass? Yep. Good. I've even got some beer in mind, so as you're listening back at home, raise a glass if you got one, and we just say a drink to Alan. God rest you, and thank you for everything you've done for us. Cheers. For Alan. To Alan. Oh, that was good. That was the best tasting beer I've had in a while. Well, with that being the case... If you have just had a toast with your paint water, go drink something proper. 
<laughs> if you've done, if you just had a toast with the paint water, you're still doing it right. <laughs> you're still doing it the hobbyist way. Uh, but yeah, go go and grab a drink. Uh, we're going to ha- take a break, quick break now to some music, and then we're going to come back and we're going to do our uh, May year review as we look back at 2017, our highs and a couple of lows, and then talk about where the uh, where the future's going to go. Maybe, who knows, maybe there's some witch listing and stuff in there. We'll see how it all goes. So we'll be right back after this. Oh, 
We're back, and that was some good old-fashioned bolt throw there, um, because you know they're, they're all things Warhammer, if nothing else. And um, now it is time to move on to the re- the year in review, our reflections of 2017, and it was a hell of a year for Heresy, one way or another, uh, for good or for bad. And you know, r- rather than go into sort of massive minutia breakdowns because god knows we've done that enough in our, our episodes as we've gone throughout the year you can always listen back to them because there's a lovely back catalogue <laughs> on uh, itunes and on soundcloud um let's just let's just start by just throwing out some of our, our, our memories i mean i don't know about you guys but my year my year of heresy literally kicked off in the first week i think it was the first week of january going over to denmark and playing heresy in a games workshop store Oh my god! I know, right? It, it, it happened. It's happening again this year as well. <laughs> um, it's going to be a little bit more crazy this year. Because wait, 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 wait! How come I haven't seen any photos of this? Of what? Last year? Yeah. No, I no, didn't last this year. Did, no, this year. It hasn't started January. yet. It hasn't happened yet. It's not January yet. Calm down. Um, but it's uh, yeah. I started off by uh, by getting over the bridge and playing playing some heresy and and having the fun of. Facing two Mechanicum armies point blank, which was hilarious fun. Eric, would it? Would it say, I was just going to say, is this Eric? Yes, it was Eric with his flying, whatever they were, grav imploding, nasty fucking Mechanicum thingies. What are they called, Chris? The horrible things that his blight uh, drone, like twenty Voltrax, you mean? Yeah, the blight drone precursors or whatever they are. Those things that just fire massive amounts of death destruction. Um, yeah, so that, that's how the year kicked off for me and pretty much followed that, that sort of theme for a while at least. Uh, what about you guys? How did, Heresy, how did the year kick off for you? That would be you, Chris. That would yeah, be you, Chris. And the, and the silence is my reply. <laughs> okay, fair enough then. Okay, hang on. Didn't you, didn't you, be, didn't you like knock your New Year's resolution out in like the first month? That actually painted a heresy model, or am I just imagining that? Um, yeah, didn't you write? Didn't you paint some imperial fists? Or yeah, some shit? I got a uh, uh, small warband of imperial fists painted, and hey. con- and converted up a dreadnought to match the one in their color plates. Which which book? That's book three as well, right? Yeah, yeah book three. We got a nice color plate with a contemporary dreadnought with a siege. Drill and so on. So I built one oh. like that. See, that, that's getting it. That's getting it off in the right in the right start for sure. Well, then I also played my first heresy-related game in June when I played Battlefield Gothic. Other than just some small campaign games, obviously. Yeah. This is why you're one of the key members of this podcast. <laughs> Mainly because I forget that I actually <laughs> did play. In at least three of the spring months of uh, the campaign, you mean, and wrote the flop for that? No. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> and then suddenly, God damn, it's June. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Freddie? How did your year kick off, bud? Uh, well, I went to Malmö and I played Avari Hive at the beginning of the year. See? How, how was that for you? Ah, that was all right. It wasn't too yeah. bad. You had fun yeah. playing? Well, you know, same old, same old. But, I mean, like, I, I started 
straight on the bag wagon. Well, I had a couple of beers with Jens and shit, which was always good. Catching up with him. Forgot my fucking iPhone charger (laughs) down there, but that was all right. What were the pictures, Uh, bro? Well, there are pictures. No. Are you sure? Pretty sure. I have no idea. I haven't checked. Fucking clue. Just you you give me shit. I'm giving it back. There. I oh yeah. Fuck. I even took photos of the army parade. Don't give me bullshit. Like it's on the (laughs) Facebook page. But but did did you get the same opponent as you always get in the first round? No, that that's Jody. You're that's just me, baby. You you're confusing us now. (laughs) Yeah, you're so similar. Uh, Yeah, you're like my twin. <clears throat> yeah, almost. The, the handsome. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, no. Anyways, I started off there, and obviously, I'm not gonna, you know, blow my own trumpet. But then I went to Adepticon. <clears throat> yeah, no one cares. <laughs> no one cares, apparently. Because we've heard it's, these stories so many times now. I know that the listeners might yeah, not uh, have, but uh, we uh, have. Uh, what? Hey, hey, hey! Did I tell you? Like one time at Adepticon. <laughs> You st- stuck a flute up your... Oh, you should have seen this one time at the Depticon, me and JP, we used... Oh, and this one time at Depticon, me, me and Ryan, we were used to... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Now, Depticon was a blast. Also, I went to Stiff, Stiff 3, in Texas. Yeah. Oh, and I, and I got detained. Yeah, but that's uh, every time you go to the US, right? That's true. And... And we, after that, we're still talking about roughly Christy Himmelfarts and shit. Like I went to Gothcon and then we went to uh, Lincoln. That's how my year started. Stiff, no, Avaria, Stiff, Adepticon, Gothcon, Lincoln. And now we're into May. Yep. Fair enough. And and then we had some narrative event going on, remember? Like the whole narrative global campaign that the, all the podcasts co- got together and did? Yep. I had a nice time writing that up. And you also played some Soul Mortalis games for it. Yeah. But that's kind of, mm. what's kind of needed. I also played Battlefield Gothic for it because it's Battlefield Gothic. Because for some reason, I think, I, I, I don't know about this Age of Darkness Saying like they like they they fucking brought Battlefleet Gothic uh, back to life. I think it's it, it's been simmering around under the surface, <laughs> all over the world. And I for some reason, like even before they brought like how to play Battlefleet Gothic issue, people were actually starting because I remember talking to Pele, uh, our good guest on the freaking last episode, uh, and we we're like, well, fuck, well, you have a Battlefleet Gothic fleet, and I have one, and we we're rummaging around. It's like, ah. Oh, we could make this work in the you know 30k and yeah we could like it should be the same ships and blah, blah. so we're so for some reason I, I remember talking to the guys at you know don't lose your head and the Dawn and heresy i was talking to some of the guys in australia like my old mates and they're like oh fuck you remember when we used to play bfg and like yeah that was so cool and i was like oh. so i i think it must have been like either it's been world hypnosis or something by some old staff member of Specialist Games sending out, like, you know, those TV things where they can flash an image really fast and make th- people see BFG stuff. But I think I think everyone, just like how 
they figured out that they're going to drop Titan Legions. Yep. I, I think everyone has been thinking about BFG. And just like, like, like when I was talking about to Nicholas, he's like, oh, we, you know how he, he last, last time when, when we played that big game, he's like, oh, we should link this with ZM and shit. Or like, a, I remember back in the day thinking about how could we link this to 40K games. And, and this was coming up, I was been spring this year. I was talking to my mates over beers and we were thinking about, ah, oh, this could be cool to do like ZM tables. And, but we, we couldn't fucking crack, crack it how to, not make it super complicated. It can take a really long time if you do it. Yeah, I know. So it's it's but weird. I know that people were starting to talk about uh, BFG at least uh, March, I think. And that's why I included it in, uh, and missions for it in uh, our month for the global campaign. Yeah. It's because the, the interest seemed to be there, so, we, so why not? I know a lot of us... Players that have been around for a while have larger fleets or just ships lying around somewhere that we bought sometime 10 years ago on a sale or whatever when they stopped selling them. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, oh yeah, but it, it's definitely, it was sort of like how Necromunda became, well, according to the sales figures at least, like a massive success. I think it's one of those games that's been, people have kind of missed it. If you know what I mean. Yeah. But that's because it's different. I mean, yeah. in Necromunda, you, do, you don't really have to do 10 units of large infantry, large infantry units or tanks or everything. You do your 5 to 10 miniatures and you put your heart and soul in, into them and they get a personality and they become more alive. Mm. Or, or, or you play the Redeemer with like a goatee massive fucking chainsaw thingy <laughs> and a burning charcoal on his head because he's so fucking cool. Yeah, because he has a razor on his head. <laughs> yeah, and then he, his little retarded fucking uh, hunchback small dwarfish friend. Oh, I love those cartoons. Yeah. I have them. And uh, the first... Uh, what are they called? The first uh, Arbites or Enforcers. Oh yeah, they basically were ported so over cool. Judge Dredd miniatures. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but then you got the lovely. So cool. Then you got the lovely. What they called a cyber mastiff, the dog. Oh yeah. That, um, Which they, I remember that when that came out in the Inquisitor. You remember that big one yeah. suddenly. Yeah. For the for the enforcer, what, what was? Yeah. The, what, I never. I can't really, remember her name. No, I. Wanted to get into Inquisitor, but there was no one else that I know knew that wanted, and just or right. saw, saw the point of it back then. I, I had the rules that I had heaps of miniatures, and the reason I wanted the Artemis like the Space Marine was because I wanted to make him into Primarch because I thought that would be the rough scale compared to normal Space Marines. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, oh, but that's way way earlier than 2017. Now we're focusing the wrong way here. Yeah. So, but on the other hand. We can. There's never a bad, never a bad thing to reminisce because some of this stuff, like we've seen, Necromunda has come back. Yeah. The Adeptus Titanicus is on its way back, which is still and waiting. The, yeah, but some 20, 2018 sometime, I think. And uh, after that, yeah, we I might so get uh, some kind of Battlefit game sometime. In yeah, the I think I, I think they're gonna. 
I don't know. I, I think they're going to remake all the specialist games one way or another. I but. also think they saw how popular or how good it could be with the modern rule set for a Battlefleet game when yeah. Dropfleet Commander was released. By the, yeah. Basically by the same guy who did Battlefleet Gothic. So, and the there you go. And I know that some people that have heard on other podcasts have said that I was really, really down on them releasing a Battlefleet Heresy. If that was the case, I wasn't. I was more of a. I know a lot of players that I know that play alien factions that would be annoyed, but it would be. It would, wouldn't be impossible to just get new miniatures used to old rule sets like we do now. Yeah. So the rule set isn't the most important thing, even though it's really important. And if they can streamline some of the bits or include mm. some of the 2010 FAQ into the main rule set. That's true. Well, the, it's like uh, regardless of the rules or anything, we, we're going to touch this when we start talking about the 8th Ed, 7th Ed, Conundrum, yeah. and all that other shit. But, it, you know, all that shit in the end is not really important. What is important is the community. Yeah. And that leads me on to some something else we fucking did last year that was a a milestone, at least for this podcast and stuff. I know you weren't there, Chris, but you'd probably be able to do to come this year. I mean, next year. Fuck, what year is it? Now, oh, yeah, it's still 2017. It's 2017 <laughs> for about four more days or three days. Yeah. And some hours so anyway, there. so next year, but it all started this year, but we're going to follow on to, on to that massive success next year. And what was that, Jody? Jerry is currently not here, yes you know. No, he isn't. No. Should I read should I read my fucking chat messages? Nah, <laughs> uh, don't have to we can just just uh, bounce it back to yourself. And I'm not gonna oh. edit this and just to know I'm not gonna edit this out. Well fuck you then, Jody. <laughs> <laughs> right, cool. Well, the one thing that we did uh, uh, this year I was about to say last year again, but I'll say it this year, was that we were doing the MKA course in Sweden. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that from a personal perspective, like, well, you, you two, you have your own painting blogs and shit. The only, I don't even have, I don't even have Instagram. I have a Craigslist account. That's about it. You're but. more of an Instagram. Gran, eh? in, Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, but uh, we did the, we ran the painting course in Sweden, which was also uh, sort of like early spring, I think, was it, it or mid-spring? Early, early April, I think. Yeah, so around springtime, and oh my god, that was fucking amazing. And I, 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 I was so sick of hearing anecdotes from that. Yeah, I know, thing. I know, I know. Well, that I did snap in more and more on more than one occasion during the podcast. <laughs> But it is because I missed it, and that's why I yeah. was annoyed. But you will have another chance. In, so there you go, which is going to be awesome. Yeah, I know. And it's not going to be as far as fucking pig Bumistan Eslev. It's going to be closer to you. It's going to be in the capital. Yep. Capital territory, capital hills. It's going to be all the way out in uh, Hegvik. Yeah. In the usual location. <laughs> Thank you, the Department of Defense, for <laughs> for providing nice occupational health and safety rooms where we can work and do our dirty business in. 
But yeah, no, it was one of the things. Like uh, regardless of that, I think it, the, the cool thing about it, not just from a painting perspective, was that we had people from all over Sweden attending. We had people from America. We had people from the UK. We had people from Denmark. You know, it, it was that it was pretty international, and we had like fucking poms uh, teaching us. So I think it just goes to show that like if you want to do something you can you can do it and and it just like the, the entire community like the quiz night was super fun like not just the painting the atmosphere and stuff like that it, it's something special about our our community and our hobbies it's like we can argue we can argue about rules additions we can argue about different things and 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 the funny it, it's it's almost like seeing one of those well, I don't know if I'm going to say this, but like a political debate on TV or some shit with like people that are really indoctrinated in their beliefs. <laughs> but but we're like when when heresy people argue about like oh no that's not the right shade of black you know blah 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 and it's like I remember from like reading an article back in 1989 about you know Raven Guard and how they had like a pre shaded with charcoal and blah blah uh, and they get like they get super passionate about the fluff and shit. Or you mentioned that uh, Korax is the most inept commander in the heresy. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think Ferris probably banks that role. Because mm. at least... Uh, no, only at least... He only messed up once. Yeah, no, but that was enough. But Korax didn't really mess up. Like He actually he was just a bad did... commander. For... <laughs> well, at Istvan 5 he did all right, though. But that he was when to... he was on his own. Well, he wasn't on his own. He was with his whatever yeah. was left of his legion, ninety thousand men or whatever it was. Not all of the time. No, not all the time, because you know. But uh, this is just an example of what we're talking about with all of these <laughs> <laughs> arguments, because anyway. you can basically just say anything, and there's someone that will. But that's not how it is. Yet, is it? No, it is. no that's not. Yeah. You know. So you end up with a massive, massive argument. But but the thing is like it it's still like everyone just raises beer glasses at the end of it and everyone's mates uh, it's really good and I think that getting because I know that how much work and effort Jody put into trying to get that painting course off the ground and how he organized the premises and shit and was, all the work he put into I think yeah. her, herding cats is a good analogy for this <laughs> getting everyone yeah. to get to get their stuff and pay on time and pay at all yeah. Well, it's, it's a seasonable investment, but you know, uh, now after the fact, I can I can say it was definitely worth it. Compared to all the fucking resin crack you spend money on or like paints or whatever, this is it's like well, you're a uni student. It's something you go go to a course, you go there to learn something, and mm -hmm. it's for the rest of your life. Yeah. When you buy like a fucking felt blade, that's just a model. You know, yeah. you can buy another felt exactly. blade. It's also that. It seems like we can buy miniatures, we can buy paints and just throw on miniatures, but then we neglect, actually, maybe if you want to, it's only if you want to, but learning to paint, you know, standard green. It's, it's like when you neglect to buy a proper bag for your miniatures to transport them in. And just yeah. uh, do like a shoebox or something. <laughs> there you go, Tim. Buy a fucking proper transport bag. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's an investment for the enjoyment of the hobby and to... Expand what you what you can do, and if you don't want to paint, that's 
up to you. But yeah. if you are into painting, these courses are a way to, are a way to forward. Yeah, and, you know, we, not not just courses we run. You know, Miles do shit, and there's heaps of painting studios that do their patrons and whatnot. Like there's there's material available. Like the Forge World books are fucking amazing. Like yeah. I, I thought, like what? How the fuck could a book fucking teach me how to paint? And I bought the two of them because obviously I'm married with children. I don't get gifts, so I have to buy my own gifts. So I bought them and I read them, and then I then I basically I did the MK course, and then I just open up the book, and that's how I did my Macarius, mm-hmm. which pro- most people have probably seen on my myself. And and if it's I haven't on done Facebook the course somewhere, if you want to look at it. People. It should be. It should be. And if I haven't done the course, like I would never have volunteered to do the the night house for the raffle. But it, it's it's definitely one of those things that I'm super proud of that I've done, and and the paint job just came out fucking spendly. But we're we're jumping ahead of things here because the fucking raffle wasn't in October, and we're still still talking about spring. So Jody, I thought I heard Jody. Come yeah. What did you do in May last year? What did I do in May last year? I did did something important in April, or have we done our April already? Yeah, April is, but we're past April long and... Long time so ago. You, did the, you did the MKA thing, right? Yeah, we were talked about that. Well, I, I was going to talk about Adepticon, but I wasn't allowed to. So, so what we also mentioned how how good of an effort you put into actually get it off the ground. Thank you. I appreciate that. So. Uh, yeah, and, 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 and how next I year I will have nothing to do with you it. Did nothing. Yeah, I did everything. And you didn't do shit. Yeah, same, same usual bullshit, right, Freddie? To be fair, I organized it, ran it, and even attended. Yeah. So, okay, fair enough then. Um, wow, I, I, I thought I, I thought I had a computer crash and I came back into a fantasy world. This is this is impressive. It's nice to see how things have been going. Um, what all did I do in May last year? All um, of what May you're saying year. is fake news. Okay, May last year I did Lincoln. Yeah. Okay, this year I should say I did Lincoln, and Lincoln was awesome fun. Should we have settled on saying last year because this is a retrospective? Yeah, last year, two thousand seventeen. To be whatever. fair, it would probably be released after New yeah. Year's. And, and I think Chris is tired of correcting me, saying last year all the time. Okay, so we're yeah. still, last year it was. So last, last year it, I did no. Uh, May was Lincoln. Lincoln was uh, my first. I think Lincoln was my first proper um, event uh, for playing as well. Uh, I didn't. I didn't have time or uh, a free time to to go down to the Avari events. So um, Lincoln was the first one, and I had a blast because it was a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, we were doing relatively random crazy shit as we were uh, doing stuff and um, got to uh, play out with my um, my fast list. I had a go at putting a fast list together for the for the Iron Warriors. So of all the events I've played this year, I think I've played, like, I've only had two where I've used quad mortars, for example. So it was fun. I painted up loads of Predators and stuff, so it was cool. Yeah, I remember Lincoln. That was when I... I think I had an essay to finish and uh, at the same time was quite ill as at, in another kind of disease that I am now. Yeah, basically, basically, I think 2017 has been the year of the plague for you, hasn't it, one way or another? Plague and school, as usual, you know. Technically the same thing. Yeah. But... Uh, only point of view of it all, but... Yeah. But uh, this, uh, that Lincoln, uh, did you enjoy... Because you were playing that one even... Though we were taking yeah, I got, to, I, got I got to play Lincoln, and that was that was a lot of fun. Um, that was uh, all of the special special units and stuff, right? 
That's like where we had the yeah. priest and yeah, it's where we brought the they had the, the Lincoln character series which Freddie put together. Yeah, yeah, and, painted and you, you had you had the special missions for them as well. Yeah, which was a lot of fun, and there was some really fun, interesting stuff coming in with the um, uh, with the random effects you were throwing in and stuff like that, and um, freaking <laughs> freaking people out with you know suddenly suddenly oh look I've got a phosphex bomb it's like you got a what. <laughs> <laughs> And and would would you recommend that, cool. uh, that people that attend events like that actually read the players pack? Oh God, yes. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, the, it never happened. I'd recommend it. Yeah. I'd recommend it because they're actually a good read. But um, I don't expect it in any way, shape, or form from anybody. Um, but yeah, definitely, it was a uh, it was a really good event, and we had loads of people uh, rocking up um, from all over all over Sweden, and some really good good armies out there. Yeah, and we we had heaps of people rocking up, just asking questions about heresy and stuff. And we can't forget that this was the first event where we actually had uh, our sponsors for last year. Are we yeah. saying last year now? We decided we're, 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 saying, we're saying last year. It's, it's so last year but, now. It's but, but for last year's event series, so it's really nice because we had Game at EU uh, donating like uh, four mats and four boxes of terrain. Uh, yeah. We also had Alpha Spell giving us uh, gift vouchers, which is yeah. fucking awesome. Big so shout out! Big shout yeah. out to Alpha Spell because they, they were actually at LinkCon as well, weren't they? It was the yeah, yeah, they yeah, had a store there. Yeah, so yeah. the guys that actually won the gift vouchers just go into the store and buy more shit. Yeah, it was awesome. and then for that reason, you usually actually can order and pick up at LinkCon yeah. if you go next year. Think about yeah. that. Yeah. And, and and we should give another big shout out because they're on board for this year. 2018. Yeah, 2018. Yes. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Sorry, one of us will correct you. It's okay, Freddie. Just go with yeah. it. Um, we'll we'll, we'll self moderate each other. It's all good. Future current me, they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. In this time, in this time, why be wibbly wobbly liney? They're on. They're on board. Yeah, which is really really cool. Like that, that they're sticking with us and they're, they're still providing the same. So we're still going to get gift batches from Alpha Spare. Uh, we already, even though the year hasn't fucking started, we already received the sponsorship with like mats and terrain from Game at EU, like the keen as fuck. And and for for this year, yes, they yeah. are, they're also going to provide like everyone that attends all our events with like a discount badges and stuff. So that's pretty cool. That's amazing. And I have to say, I mean, we we still owe the guys a proper review of everything, um, but. Having played on the the terrain and the mats, or you know, or, or be part of the part of the event organizing when we've been using them, like with Scandus, not to jump too far ahead. Um, the quality of the stuff is amazing. I mean, there's been no over the year of gaming. It's been I'm guessing it's been used at the club as well. All that sort yeah. of stuff. I mean, they, they've yeah, taken like their, a, they've taken a fair is, battering, and they're, they're still as crisp as they were when they came out of the the packages at the beginning of the year. I have to say, like that down at the club, it's those boxes with the game at terrain are the ones that people grab first, of all the other boxes, mm. and and also like uh, I have to like uh, playing with Nicholas uh, today, uh, and he was saying like he's told his gaming club that you know well you can have game nights, you can build terrain and stuff, but it's just bullshit. Like like the how much more money it costs to buy pre painted already really nice terrain. It's not that more expensive compared to like the kits you buy at, uh, well, any any supplier. So mm-hmm. it is so much easier because it's already there. It's already pre-painted. If you want to hot them up with some 
no airbrush work or some dry brush work, whatever. You can still do that, but it's like basically you just take them out and play them straight out of the box, and they look fucking amazing. Yeah, I mean that is literally how you can do it. I mean, Freddie's not kidding here. Well, that, that, that's what we've done. So. Yeah, <laughs> literally. I think we were doing it. I think we were doing that on the day at Lincoln, or was it Hagvari? And I can't remember. We one, one no, of the it was events. Lincoln. We got them. That's why we got those fucking because we broke that was the it. Yeah, boxes. We were, so there was we like were literally little... emptying boxes at the even when I rolled up, they were, they were emptying boxes out, getting terrain out. But um, go along to gamemat.eu. Go and take a look at their website. They've got a huge range of stuff. Um, from battle mats for different games as well. It's not just uh, for uh, you know uh, Warhammer games. They've got yeah, they like, got from three by three up to six by four, and they're doing something really new, which I, I like. I don't know if you guys have seen them yet. The double sided ones, you mean? Exactly, the double sided map. I think is superb. Yeah, I'm just saying this because I'm actually at the site right now and looking for a map for <laughs> looking for a map for personal use. Um, because I don't I, I don't own a map for personal use, so I might as well look at one. Um, and, and and also we have to say we uh, we got two of their tables which we used at uh, Scandis, uh, the six by four tables that are folded up and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we got we they gave us two of those as well, and it's perfect. They work perfectly like because you can store them pretty handily and you can fold them out, and then you have six by four tables. You know. mm. and you can find them on their web page as well. Yeah, I mean the, the the cool thing I love. I mean we've got. Which is we got all of the terrain options here that they've released, I think. Or we've definitely got the Gothic ruins, the industrial, and the badlands for sure. They also yep. got uh, baby playmats now. ABC I mean, Matt and Meadow of Fun. Well, you know, if if, if people think Heresy's getting a little too lazy, maybe we could get a four by four Meadow Matt and you know play some Eye of Terror Heresy or something. Or an ABC Matt. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> well, you can get, get them double printed, you know. So on the one side you had. Your Somat House, and on the other side, you have your baby mats. Oh, Freddie, you just, you just stole every marriage dispute about this shit forever, man. You know, it's yeah. just copy- we're copywriting that right here. The best, it's wouldn't, idea. wouldn't the best one be like a battle mat on one side and a tablecloth on the other side? <laughs> yeah, Maybe that would, that would be pretty good. You that can have good. it uh, out all, all of the year round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would definitely work. Um, and. So obviously go take a look at Game at EU and go like take a look at Alpha Spell SE. Uh, I don't know if it results from alphaspell.com, but if, if it, they have one thing that most people miss about Alpha Spell is that they have uh, they do take people people can drop off their miniatures and they sell them for them. Like they have like a second hand market. Mm-hmm. And man, if you're after squats, hint hint hint. From Rogue Trader area. Hint hint hint. They're not allowed to sell from the current range, though. But old stuff, that's fine. Yeah. They also yeah. got some Battlefield Gothic ships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hint, <laughs> Now they've got a Christmas sale on, but I don't know if it'll still be running by yeah, the time we have the Christmas sale episode. is for board games, though. <laughs> and there's still some good board games in there. Let's yeah, not knock that. Well, to be fair, I have been looking at the daily sale today that ends soon, which is the Drop Zone and Drop Fleet Commander. Ooh. Because I'm kind of interested in buying... Just, just buying ships and converting to mechanical ships. They would make awesome fleets. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, damn it, right. The UCM, fr- UCM frigate box is 193 kroners. Uh, that's pretty cheap. But uh, enough about that. Yet another thank you to our lovely sponsors. 
Honestly, yeah. yeah. Thank you ever so much, guys. Uh, I think one of the main things at Lincoln, we introduced a new award, which was called... Well, did we? No, we didn't introduce it then. No, it didn't get introduced. said that came out, out it, at Hyperion, yeah. like, was it? Or was it? Uh, no, no, yeah. yeah it, it was still the cursed one, but considering it was the same person who kept winning everything, either. or winning, I should say, losing by winning. Same thing counts, yep. <laughs> I'm confused. Anyway, so we we did what we did the first year, 2016. We always wanted to encourage like new players and people that didn't maybe uh, play that competitive. So we kind of, um, like I remember the first year, we gave away a pro-painted knight. Uh, um, yep. And we weren't going to do something worse. So we gave like an Iwata airbrush, a custom. Mm-hmm. And it was Nicholas. Who won it? <laughs> oh, and he he took it in style, didn't he? Yeah, like hint, hint, hint. Spoiler alert for things to come. Yeah, uh, in 2017. <laughs> but uh, that's just uh, his way of uh, getting all of his new supplies. Yeah, that's it's a really true. sneaky way of getting all your supplies, Nicholas. Damn it! <laughs> and and I think uh, another thing that was uh, besides the the the, uh, the Lincoln character series about the narrative, what was going on the planet, and all those random characters running around doing their own sneaky stuff. Uh, a thing that we did was we did a tribute to old Second Ed with the mm-hmm. strategy cards. Oh, yeah, they were so much fun. Yeah. They and, were so much fun. And, I, like, we have got so many emails and so many requests. I have got even requests from Russia, you know, <laughs> uh, all the way between Russia, Siberia, freaking France, to, you know, Canada uh, to everywhere, like about a copy of the strategy cards. <laughs> For that some works. reason, everyone wants them, and I know that they've been because they're shit off. That's why. <laughs> yeah, well, well, Tim has used them for his events. Uh, I know that in France they've used them for their events. I know they've been used in Canada. I know they've been used in America. I know they've been used in Russia, and I know they've been used uh, all over Sweden because obviously that's where the most cards went. I can, I can literally say that uh, I think I mentioned in one of my la- our last episodes that I literally um, was using them before Avari. I um, just played a game against Al- uh, uh, Philip's uh, Alpha Legion using them. So much fun. <laughs> just crazy fun having them in there. Yeah. Who who would have thought that they got so super fun, popular? Oh, yeah. But it's, it's, a, it's a whole back, a call back to the old days, so it's, it's always a good thing. Yeah. Wow, so. Cool. What do we do? What what, what happened no, no, next? But, well, oh, wait, wait. We introduced oh. a new thing. Another new we, thing? We introduced a new award. How much heresy did we introduce this year? We introduced best loyalist place choice and best, best trader place choice. Because we decided that we wanted something that wasn't just about best sportsman, best painting and whatnot. We wanted something that gave everyone a shot at an award. That was within the theme of the heresy thing. This is why for next year you should look forward to Best Participation Award. You mean the Snowflake Award? <laughs> no, I mean the, 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 the Chris Award. <laughs> no, but... Dude. <laughs> well, I, I, I've drank a six-pack now. And yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's getting that, that level I'm, of Freddy right now. It's all good. I'm it's, getting uh, sentimental. It's, it's uh, cranky Freddy all of a sudden. <laughs> Oh dear! So, so hang on. So we introduced those. We've introduced cards. Yeah. We've introduced 
whole other shebang of stuff. And that was just me. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the then, then what happened on the way back from Lincoln? No, on the way back from the paint, painting event. Oh, is it back from the painting event? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Have you discussed that already then? Well, I think we did, but we, we can discuss it's it. It's important. Because, kind of well, what the happened. MK, the MK, like, I, um, we gave you the MK thing, right? Uh-huh. I think, I think that you should maybe promote that a bit more, that you did something. Oh, out. Well, yes, I did. I mean, it was... <laughs> I don't want to go back over the ground that you guys have already covered. However, um, it was awesome. We did, did uh, started some conversations off in the year before that with Matt Kane, and we managed to get together a group of uh, 20 guys who came down to uh, my old workplace just outside of Lund to, to become the filthy first and only who uh, took part in a five-day hobby camp with MKA, with Matt and Henry. And we had a butt-ton of fun learning new stuff and doing silly things and we even had a live recording of a quiz which was um re-listen to that one oh, yeah. being it was done. educational if nothing else um, and we had a we had a good time doing all that um but on the way back from that yes. you guys you guys just let the heresy flow didn't you and and yeah we we, we couldn't we couldn't stop there we wanted more heresy so we decided mm, three events a year that's not enough we need four events. Okay, what are we going to do? Well, we're going to do like some sort of team event because we don't have a team event. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. When are we going to do it? Ah, oh, in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the only, only empty spot we had. And, yeah. <laughs> and so Hagvarian was born. Oh, yes. Hagvarian was born, born out of um, a, back, a back alley shuffle and um, the, the desperate needs of a, a speed freak. Ooh. And... Um, and yeah. I had uh, like literally two weeks to get like a venue, get prices organized and everything. And thank God for Alpha Spell that donated Libra Chaotica and the what's it called again? The one about the space rings. Uh, Hang on, but that was that was that wasn't them. That was that was me down here. We sorted that out down here. As I said, the Bucky, they said they they did. No, 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 no. You're confusing it there. You're you're talking about the other words. I'm talking about for player's choice. Oh, okay, fair enough. Oh, that's specific. Oh, specific player's choice. My bad. My bad. Yeah. Well, I needed more awards, and we organized. Yeah. Yeah. The was it in the index Astartes? Index Astartes. There we go. Because before we. We talked about that. I needed at least some award for like the best trader, best loyalist, because we we weren't even know sure if we're going to do like a best team yet. Because best team was easy. Like I had like I don't know, like some trophy lying around, but we didn't know what we we're going to do for best trader and best loyalist because we already established that that is one of the our most important awards because it's kind of like a hobby all around hobby award. And, Which everybody but, votes on. Yeah, so I was fucking drove like a GTA style to Alpha Spell. I'm like, what do you have? Because the gift cards, obviously not cool because people are traveling and shit from Scorn and shit and stuff. So I was like, well, we did gift card at Malware. This is, and he's like, oh, well, gift cards, you will have to do a longer turnaround. Like, what do you have? Like, well, we have, we have this Libra Keothica and we had this Index Astartes book. I was like, well, I'll take them for sure because that's fucking gold. 
and I took that. And then I was uh, organizing you to get those, uh, the ones that uh, G-Dub dropped. Mm, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And we got them sorted as well. So, and it ended up being fucking awesome. We had, had the Danes getting over, getting naked. And, don't, don't. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, no, I'm just having flashbacks to Scandus. No, yeah, it's okay. This time, this is just the video you watched, which is a yeah. kind yeah. of a starter for what you suffered yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, they didn't get into a single bar running around with no shirts on, uh, screaming the Danish uh, masturbation song. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what's going on. Apparently, Swedish bouncers are like, you know, too picky. Not, not, not so open about that. <laughs> <laughs> some reason. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, so that was, that was our doubles team event, and it was pretty good. Yeah. And then, and, that, and that's where we introduced secret tokens. Yes. So you flip the token, you didn't know what victory points, if it was rad phase or whatever. Anything could happen. Yeah, that's, that's with more uh, more shenanigans. I think I think it's fair to say that we brought a fair few, fair few shenanigans in throughout the entire year, one way or another. Yeah, it's all about the shenanigans. But it was pretty fun. It, it just you know basically from a backseat discussion. And it just grow into an event, and, and I think it, it's like a, a common theme for the entire year. Just how how fast and explosive the heresy is just going. Bam, bam, bam! Everyone just wants more, more, more. I think it's like I don't know. Everyone is craving more heresy all the time. And uh, who knew that uh, the Recon Company could be so potent? Yeah, mm-hmm. who knew? Who knew? <laughs> oh yay! Um, <laughs> so then, then what, what was after May? We had we had June. So June's done. Did we? Do, did anybody have any other personal highlights in June? I painted a mini. Hey, that's a, that's a, that's a winner. I that's a winner I right there. Need to check when it was. Need to double check. <laughs> <laughs> just check, just just to be sure, just to be sure it's the right one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well then, uh, okay. So June, then July hit. Did we do anything heresy in July? We did our month of the. Yes, we did. We did. And thanks, yeah. Christopher, pulling that one together because he did all the all the work on putting that one together for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, had, uh, all, all I had to do was roll dice. We had some lovely missions. We had some lo- bit of love. We had. Well, we even included Patrick Gothic as we mentioned earlier. Yeah, because you've got, got, to, got to include some gothic, haven't you, really? Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, it, it got me to actually... I, did, I didn't play a game for, for our campaign, but it got me to actually bring out all my fleets and organize them, which... became a currency at one point, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, actually, it worked for some event later on that I actually managed to sort them out and find them in my attic of Time Warp Continuum. Yeah, the the attic that, that links back to, as I've said this many times, GW Stockroom circa 1997. <laughs> <laughs> you just reach through the wormhole, pull something out. Oh, what's this? A scary war boss? Yeah, that would be. So, that, that doesn't surprise me whatsoever. It's like, what do I need today? I need. Yep, that'll do. Weird, weird charmer. I'm just looking at blisters here. It's all right. <laughs> Right. Yeah, but you're not supposed to name your blisters. That's just weird. 
Well, you know, so, sometimes you've got to cope with these things somehow, Chris, and I, I guess that's how it's working. <laughs> but, gets, uh, well, I, I get too emotional attached to my miniatures, so hence why I'm a hoarder. Yeah, but, yeah miniatures, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, July, July was kind of, kind of became a bit of a busy month for, for you and I, Freddie, because we had to get some minis ready for our next event. Fuck yeah. We had to get together uh, our, our sort of... Agents of the Warmaster and agent. I was doing the Agents of the Warmaster, and you were doing Agents of the uh, Agents the of the Emperor. Emperor. Sigilite, uh, not Emperor. Sigilite. Ah, sorry. Sigilite. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you, Chris. You are right. I did. Agents I did the of... rules sheets for them. So you know, you know, you know the bit that's important. <laughs> <laughs> nobody reads the rule books. Nobody reads the rule sheets. All the, all the players' packs. You know, Probably just went there. Okay. But I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and I got fucked over by the government in the middle of this. <laughs> so. Just well, and, and, hence why Scorpius was like high and low. Yeah, Scorpius. That that was in August. We we planned to have the event down here in Scorna, and yeah. due to uh, me losing my job. Well, yeah, we might as well get it out of the way. Me, me becoming unemployed from the place we were going to hold it, and then even so, uh, Freddie having uh, the call of king and country, um, we had. To uh, relocate stuff, basically. Um, so yeah, it was a bit of a bit of a higher low, but we, we got it done, and that that's August. Yeah, uh, well, that I couldn't attend the event because we had to move it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, it just just the it world just conspired went, against. It. Yeah, it was weird all around it. It was yeah, definitely yeah. a weird. One. I think it was uh, one of those weird fucking snowball event like kind of things happening. Yeah, but it ended up being pretty all right in the end, anyway. Oh yeah, we had a fun event at the end of it. Um, it was actually really, really nice. Uh, I mean, that was our slightly more. The idea was to make that our slightly more standard style um, event with you know two and a half thousand points, singles on the first day, team ups on the second day, and um, you know that that was a lot of fun. But um, you know, we had. I think we ended up sadly with about half the guys that we were expecting. Um, yeah. but we had a lot of fun because it was, uh, yeah, it got, it got a bit silly. And, you know, I think we, if memory serves, we literally, we, we had to sort of, what's the right word? Um, Shanghai the last day, because we, we'd done the, the two, the first doubles match at the beginning of the day and pretty much realized we'd almost be sent playing the same people at the same, same time for the second round. So we just went into another singles game and, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun. Well, it was hard to do it because uh, we were just like, I think it was two guys short from doing a doubles where we couldn't get some of the people wouldn't be playing a person they've already played. Yeah. But if we made them singles, it would be all right again. So because we had enough players to play singles, so they didn't have to play doubles. I mean, double up again. And And we had one they already played. And that's where when we, we were just mentioned that we had we put together some uh, some miniatures to to be given away to everybody, which we did as part of the the swag bag. Um, yep. But we also introduced new cards for that one as well. Fuck yeah! Which was the agent mission cards. The agent mission cards, and also I managed to, you know, in all the black books that have been printed from the first one all the way up until Scorpius, they have had Warzone traits. 
So what did I I summarized all of them on a deck of cards and gave it to everyone that attended. So if they want to play some sort of narrative or whatever and they want to do chuck in a Warzone trait for that table, then it's really easy because you have it on a deck of cards and you can use it. Yep. And that was a lot of fun. And they, like I said, the agent missions were a lot of fun because you had your, your little agent of the Sigilite or the Warmaster. So you had basically like an independent character with his own own agenda, which could really tie well into your your mission and the and the style of play, or it could completely screw you because it was just completely the opposite to what you wanted to do uh, or what you were playing. But you know, you played it out, and it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. And, I had, and blast, also we- I had blast putting the models together. I must admit, it was a lot yeah. of fun put, painting them, putting them out. And also we introduced something that became like a massive success. We introduced <laughs> yeah. the Varangian Heresy reroll dice. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That that was that was all shades of fucking mental. Um I think Pontus got ten of them fuckers and he used nine in his first first turn for some shit. Yeah, that was that was literally it. I mean, we we had the because of the way the, the the dice arrived, we didn't get them to weren't able to give them out at the very beginning of the event um, because of you know deliveries and taxing and all that shit. Stupid um, so, DHL and government yeah, taxes. Yeah, so so Freddie did a did a run at lunchtime to get them, and that way we had all these dice. We got ten of these dice, which you could use to re-roll one of your dice or force your opponent to roll re-roll one of their dice. But basic rules: you can't re-roll a re-roll. So, you know, you yep. have to have to keep that in mind. Um, and there was this little bit of trepidation where everybody was starting to get the hang of it. And then, like we said, within 10 minutes of the first the first game after lunch, you know, we had this little pot at the end of the table. So everybody had 10 dice. It's a pot at the end of the table. And make, you make basically on a system at the end of the event, you, you, you well, every time you use one, you put them in the pot. And then at the end of the event, you take your 10 dice back. Simple as that. Yeah. Uh, and... Yeah, it was about 10 minutes into the first game and suddenly there was a plink and then plink, plink, and then plink, 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 as all these dice were dropping <laughs> into the game. And I think they got burnt out by probably by the third game. I don't think there was anything left by, I don't think very few people had anything left by the, the second day. Um, I was pretty sure I burnt mine out in those two games um, after lunch. And uh, yeah, that, that caused a whole lot of fun. Um so I think some very interesting results came from from rerolls, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I I know for one I was cursing the fact I didn't have any by the end of the second day because good lord I could have done with some some dice luck at that point. But you know that's the way the dice roll. And that's how it is. But uh, it was brilliant fun. <laughs> it just was all types of crazy. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was definitely like one of those things that we tried. Like the, I think. I've, all the things we've done last year, we will do it in the kind of like when we sum up things, but like the strategy cards and the reroll dice, they were like, they just were fucking spot on. Those are, those two things I've got the most best feedback on. So, yeah, they, they were awesome. They were, they were a lot of fun. It's not, not very complicated and it's easy to use and it, it becomes heat. It's a fun issue, so yeah, very much so. But it's it was has been genuinely a lot of fun to have in the have in the games. Um, so I mean that was wow, that was the the end of end of August, and then we moved into September. And yep. uh, what was going on in September? I, I remember you, if I remember rightly, didn't you go down to um, Denmark for a bit? Yes, I did. 
Complete fanatic. Giant fanatic. Giant, oh, well, giant, complete, whatever. Fanatic. Fanatic it was. The beer was flowing, and we did some real-time strategy type of 30Ks, which I know you've tried that as well. I have, but I'm going to say that a little bit for a little bit later on, but yeah. Yeah, I know, but it was splendid. Well, uh, Eric, the nice gentleman as he is, told me, to, oh, please bring a fluffy, not-so-hard list, <laughs> because, you know... Uh, you know, this is going to be a fun narrative event. And I was like, okay, well, I'll bring plasma cannon guys for Empress Children. I'll bring plasma cannon jet bikes. I'll bring a heavy flavor squad. Bring some regular tactical dudes. Like, nothing too big. Nothing too fancy. And I rock up. And the shit that I see, like the Thousand Suns, the, <laughs> the Mechanicums. And I was like, holy fuck. My list is is mm-hmm. a little fluffy bunny in the middle of the tiger suit here. This is not gonna this is not gonna end well. A- and Eric is like, well, you know, <laughs> in, in in the end, after after the dust settled, you all he- he heard the episode me talking about going to Denmark. But after the dust dust settled, I won uh, best sport number one and the sweet award. And why did I win the Sweet Award? It's because when Eric got the list that I sent to him, he's like, oh, poor fucking Freddy. He's going to get fucking ruffled. <laughs> let's, 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 let's make up an award for him so he doesn't feel bad that he flew all the way to Denmark Your and, played my event, <laughs> uh, and played my event. And played my event. So I almost got the three-factor. I like the the tri-factor. I didn't like the best, like the, the impossible, the possible score in all events or tournaments or whatever it doesn't matter what wargaming you do but the thing that it's it's like the holy grail of wargaming is to get best sport best painted and number one no one ever does it but i was so close i got best sport and number one and then i got the sweet award i don't know about the sweet award but yeah. it counts you it, count it always got but imagine like that that's before i die i want to have best painted best sport and number one I'm sure you'll make it happen. The Holy Grail of Wargaming. But mm-hmm. anyway, so, you know, and he was kind of, because he's already done the the award, it was kind of embarrassing, but he had to give it to me anyway. Like, oh, and also you get the best suite award. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Chris? What did you get up to in September, bud? Nope, nope. You just are you just thinking about what you got up to? I was thinking of what I didn't do in September, which is game. <laughs> <laughs> did you did, did you do any painting at all? Maybe, possibly. Uh, not for this game. That's still hobby, though. That's still yeah. hobby. That, that's got to count. <laughs> Paint some infinity in September, I think it was. Um, it just about counts then. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a sci-fi game. Yeah. It's good enough. Well, what did I do in September? Um, I painted knights. I painted a lot of knights. Oh, well, I forgot about that. I painted yeah. fuckloads of knights as well. <laughs> and I built a lot of knights as well. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, you went to my summer house and we built I knights. did. We came, I came and hung out with you as well uh, yeah, and your boys, right. which was awesome. And we had a great well, time. The- 
Well, there was a sleeping, and we got super drunk, and apparently we recorded with Max, which I yes, cannot remember. Yes, we did. Rem- which I yeah, you got remember. super drunk, because I was sober at this point. This is where I, where I was permanently sober. Um, you drink, drink it like a whole slab by myself. Yes, you did. Started. Yeah. See, yeah. if if I can't remember, it never happened. But apparently, I rec- we recorded some episode with. We attempted to record anyway. Uh, that, that was that was good fun, and yeah, we had a good time hanging out and sorting out night stuff. But yeah, September for me was the month of painting painting nights to get them ready for the raffle because I came back in when you guys were talking about the raffle. Um, yep. And uh, I guess so. I guess you've gone through a lot of the details there. Who did what and everything? No, 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 no. We didn't do anything. We said like. The, okay. the only thing, I, I was using the MK course that I wouldn't have dared to paint the night house unless I did the course. That's all I uh, said. Yeah, but I totally agree with you on that factor. Um, I was exactly the same. But, uh, yeah, no, we, we – um, I mean, we'll talk more about the raffle when we get to Scandus, but uh, there was uh, basically three sets of nights, night households. You did one. I built one and sent it off to, to Stu at Miniature Realms. And then I built and painted another one myself. So there was lots of there was lots of uh, paint thinner induced evenings trying to get that stuff done. <laughs> that that was uh, that was a lot of fun. Well, so, fun. I don't know, but it was. I enjoyed it. It was good fun. <laughs> slavery, slavery. Well, you were the slave driver, so I mean, if, you know, if it you know. is voluntary, it's technically not slavery. Well, technically, yeah, the, all of the above. There, there was there was some sort of maligned um, maligned agreement in there, but details, uh, details. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but that was a lot of fun, and that started a few other things off in my mind for stuff that happened later on, um, which was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, so that was that was a that was one hell of an experience. And I, I also had a another commission that I was doing at the same time for like five flyers um a few other bits like some uh uh what was i doing well they called javelin land speeders and some jet bikes so all that fun stuff for eric there's, and his raven there's, there's photos of that stuff on facebook page as well if anyone wants to i think so i think so yeah i mean if if not i will mention where you can find some pictures for them later on yeah but um because they're mine they're yours are they yeah uh, 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 Technically, the copies I have are mine, however. No, um, legally they're mine. Oh, God, right, okay. Are we, are we get to a league? Yeah, 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 okay, fair enough. You'll, you'll get your duty of, like, two crowns every year or whatever it's worth. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to buy uh, a warlord and you're going to paint it for me for free. Uh, join the club, join, yeah, join, join the queue. I've got enough titans to keep me going. I'm booked for three months. Yeah, I'm booked solid for the first you're three months of the year. Uh, oh, really? What, as a coffee table? Yeah, I would love a manta. It would be a cool coffee table, as you said. Seal it, do it in a resin block and just seal it there. It would be pretty fucking cool, actually. <laughs> just, what is that? Well, sit down and I will tell you a story. Yeah, this is the smallest of the town spaceships. Yeah. Uh, why would you? Well, you know, you, you buy all three of them and you get a free pilot or some shit. Hey, it's it's the 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 best for value deal ever. Yeah, ever. So that was ever. Uh, the kit with uh, the barracuda and the other one. Barracuda. But, uh, the manta wasn't in that deal because the manta is ridiculously expensive and unplayable. It, really I told you. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it, the only way it's 
available is as terrain. <laughs> it's literally, you've just got to lay stuff down on it. Um, but yeah, so uh, that was that was September. I think, yeah, literally, I, th- I can't remember if I got some games in. I don't remember. Um, but I just remember lots and lots of painting. Yeah, um, and nothing happened in October, right? No, nothing. No, 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 no. No, nothing, no, no. nothing to write home. Well, two, two, two English guys came over to play some games and didn't actually show up on the second day for their very first game. Uh, there is that. I don't know if well, that's important. Well, you know, to, to give at least one of the English dude some credit, he didn't vomit in some other woman's mouth. No, Dominic's a sound guy. I mean, I, you know, it's the kind of person you take home to meet your best friend's sister. But, you know, no, couldn't have him going anywhere. <laughs> no, not at all. Well, someone tried to make Scandus crowd happen one year early. Yeah. <laughs> well, he prepared to it. But no, October was, was Scandus was the month of Scandus and the, the, the culmination of our event series last uh, for last year, 2017. And by oh, God, boy. did we Scandus. Oh, yeah. We, we Scandus so hard, I think I sprained my Scandus. Um, and Chris played a game. Yeah. But not of, not of uh, regular heresy. You played a oh. game of Patrick Gothic. Which counted. Or it, most it, was, it was at a heresy event. Or most of a game because I was called off to do other stuff in the middle of it. Yeah, we had to go and do prep for the for the event when I got when I finally got there. Oh, that's the other thing, terrain. I was painting a lot of terrain in September. Yeah. I <sighs> did manage with a wondrous feat of doing nothing. It seems. Well, what are you talking about? You were teeing. You yeah, had like you had an in, official in, position in, in preparation. I mean, Jody was doing everything. I was doing nothing. Oh, yeah, well, you... we will remember this for this year. Hey, no, to be to be fair, I, I, you have you have taken over the wonderful duty of actually managing the you know, managing and editing the podcast. So I think I got off easy. <laughs> Personally, <laughs> you know, I love doing it, but still. Um, well, we well get to. Well, I'm seeing you soon anyway. I'll, I'll bring a couple of boxes of train. You can you know hot up if you want to. Yep, bring it. <laughs> it's not like go. I got anything else to do. Um... <laughs> not you, you mongrel. I'm talking oh, to Chris. Chris. Okay, fair enough then. Yeah, like next. Not all about you. Sorry, I'm just so used to you dumping terrain on me to paint. This is what it is. Well, uh, I've lost my faith in you. I'm giving it to Chris instead. Okay, I'll just deal with your warlord titan and a few other things then. That's fine. Yeah. It's okay. Interfere with the warlord titan, eh? Well, it's big enough. Anyway, um, moving on. So, let's talk Scandus. Uh, yeah, let's talk Scandus. Let's, let's talk Scandus. So, wow, that was it. Was the the culmination of absolutely the year? I mean, it was where the where the raffle was drawn, where crazy, completely and utterly ensued. Um, where we saw the effect of a nighthouse. Um, yep. More importantly, we saw the effect of an orbital debris card on the night house. So how much a night house can stand up to a small force of white scars? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> and we saw we saw how just how many super heavies it took to uh, to annoy Eric or Jens. I can remember who it was downstairs. Chris, you remember? One of the kids just like super heavies kept rolling downstairs at one point. Yeah, well, that, well, that was uh, the fucking Paralympics where Morton <laughs> got kept getting super heavies, yeah. but Eric was just <laughs> he got a, he got his what uh, got a uh, Warhound Titan, and Eric just I'm gonna shoot that, and, uh, and I said, why don't you just assault it? Yeah, I'm gonna assault it. Then assaulted a <laughs> Warhound Titan. The Titan died, and it just gained him more victory points. 
So you were basically the winds of chaos in that one. That's what you were. Well, Morton decided to move the War on Titan into the enemy deployment zone. So what else would you do? Why would you do that? <laughs> were there there victory points? I don't remember there being victory points for stupid stuff like that. Because uh, there's really this no is... point in moving it. <laughs> well, Morton was winning if he didn't move it, so obviously. Uh, no, because that was uh, the mission where you got extra extra kill points for tanks. Oh. I, just I just realized something that we forgot to mention about um, about uh, about Scorpius when we did it. Max and the Road to Terror came over and he picked up the Nicholas Award which uh, is now the double Nicholas Award. Well, yeah, it was because like this is the thing. Minus 56 <laughs> points. Yeah, he got a negative difference of minus 56 points in one event. Oh, was so so such a colossus event. I was I was so proud of my fellow countrymen. He came over and he Britexed so hard in that thing. It was unbelievable. But yeah, that that that, that Brexit fucking point. But I, I think that that should go to the Hall of Fame. We we should create on our. We're gonna create a Hall of Fame. A Hall of Fame like for famous things that happened. And I don't think everyone, any any person, ever scored that badly. I, I just hear Max listening to this going, challenge accepted. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't beat yourself, Max, because you're still... Sh like, if you're already shit, you can't get shittier. I'm pretty sure he, he beats himself on a regular basis. Yeah. Uh, sure. that, yeah. that is true. He, he is a landscaper, so... <laughs> <laughs> you mean manscaper, right? Or, yeah. Or... Mm. <laughs> Sorry, no, I had to mention that because it actually ties into to sure. um, to the gameplay when it comes to uh, co comes to um, Scandalous as well. Because then then it was on and Scandalous it was on like Donkey Kong and it was like Nicholas and Max going for the bottom. <laughs> it was the hardest fought award. They were going for the bottom to see who could get the last one. Well, spoon of the year. Fair, uh, Nicholas <laughs> failed capitally at that because he kept he actually won games. Yeah, so yeah. did Max, I think, actually. I think Max actually won a game as well. He was, yeah. I think he was actually really disappointed. <laughs> uh, and then fucking Morton came from the back film, just submarined the entire fucking... Like you know, Emperor's <laughs> children, he, he, he dove, dove, as, dove as deep as he possibly could and yeah. didn't come up for it. I'm just putting it to you two now. Should we rename the Nicholas Award to the Don't Lose Your Head Award? Ooh. Next year? Ooh. Because Maybe. The entire entirety of that podcast, I won it. That's true. That's, That's true. true. Or, or how about this? Spooner How about this? The road to don't lose your head. Yeah. Because too complicated. Too complicated. Oh, because Max did do pretty well outscoring Nicholas over. You know. We can uh, do first participation the, the, award for Nick, for Max. The, 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 the problem is if we add all the negatives with Nicholas and Morton, Max still wins. <laughs> Yeah, but that's why he should get his own award. That's true. Like, like a participation award. The Don't Lose Your Terror podcast. No, no, I'm coming up with new podcast names now. Not even awards. Just he, he gets like, he just rocks up, he gets a pacifier and sits in his corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But no, I have to say, there were some absolutely cracking moments at Scandas this year. Um uh, we, we've mentioned it, God knows how many times, but Orbital Debris coming in and taking out four knights in one turn. Poor Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, I felt for Jimmy so badly. And, yeah, uh, general shenanigans <laughs> going on with 
different things getting one on the Zomortalis tables and appearing on the bigger tables and people going, what the fuck? Where did this Warhammer well, come from? Yeah, uh, uh, another fucking uh, you know, high five to Pelle from the last yeah. episode facing Custodes on a big table. <laughs> then the Custodes gets fucking two war. <laughs> Warhound Titans as bonuses. He takes both of them down. And then, you know, Jesus he, he Christ. He was uh, also was... the guy that uh, got forced a reroll from uh, Magnus that we had on a few episodes ago when the... uh, his uh, Fellblade died. Because the original roll had scattered the Fellblade on top of uh, Magnus's glaive. So he is forced a reroll and the Fellblade then ended up flipping backwards right into the a gun line of uh, <laughs> oh, no. so, so instead of taking out taking out the glaive, it corkscrewed backwards and blew up on his own dudes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> As it does. That's harsh, man. Oh, it's brilliant. Um, uh, so many crazy things happening that entire oh, event was really That night joust as well. Oh the uh, night <laughs> the night joust uh, we, you guys have again heard us talk, talk about it. You go back and listen to it in more detail at the, the, yeah. the post scandalous ep, uh, episode. There's a live stream still on Facebook somewhere. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. definitely part of it. But I, I lost count of how many people we had around that table, and it just so went, many. It just went crazy. I mean, you had Magnus walking around trying to de, de- beam things in the face, and you know, teleporting War Masters and Porphyrons taking shots and. Um, Big shout out to Marie, who is uh, who, who played her first sort of first proper game of of anything heresy related, and then charged down and took out a warhound <laughs> with yeah. her knight. I think it was an Asheron as well. So she just walked in and punked this Asheron in the face, <laughs> which was pretty awesome. Uh, sadly, I missed that moment because that would have been fun to catch her on camera. But um... for you, all of you, sadly listening to this now and missed it out Scandus this year last year. There won't be a night joust next time. No, but we're going to save the surprise on that. It might be upgraded, though, to see what happens. Uh, We're not going home, so we're going big. (laughs) It will be snotling versus snotling. Yeah, it's all about pump wagons, baby. Yeah. Pump wagon race. Pump wagons. Oh, and I that. Oh, so <laughs> yeah, it's not only pump wagons for the win. They're awesome. <laughs> and bases of bases upon bases of snotlings. Oh. Nothing beats and, nothing beats seeing a bloodthirster get locked in combat with snotling bases. <laughs> and never get released from it. It's like no, oh. can you just kill one base a turn or something. Yeah. Oh, oh man, that was that was so harsh. Funny, but yeah. harsh. <laughs> oh dear. You have to multi charge the something basis with other units just because you need your blood to free. Yeah, you need to get it out of there. Oh, reminiscing. Yeah. But yeah, no, that times. was fun. And then we had um yeah, I think uh, we we had it it was the first Scandus, the loyalists ran away with it. And they did really yeah. well. Uh, this year, it was very close up until the very last, um, the very well, last it round. The, it was the last game that decided it. So I think, yeah, I thought, well, yeah, I think it was down to the last game. Um, you were, yeah, and it was, oh, it was, it was super close. Uh, but the the loyalists took the win again this time. I was, I was, I was uh, both happy and sad because I actually got to play a game. Uh, I got to jump in for my friend Frederick. You, you heard on our Death Guard episode. He was uh, suffering from a bit of a migraine, so I jumped in and played his own Mortalis game with his Death Guard against Eric's um, Mechanicum and managed to win that one, which was a lot of fun. 
but um yeah so close this time maybe 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 next year the the, the trade maybe. is all next year uh, yeah and I, I i just want to take this moment to say that there were some discrepancies with the points because we weren't all agreed on what would actually score and freddy didn't couldn't really agree with himself when it came to the alien <laughs> missions and table missions and everything what would score where if it was the game score or the campaign score but we're taking this into account and next year the next event all of the next events where stuff like this happens we will have a set a written down set of rules for this so yeah thankfully i'm not writing it down so i don't feel any responsibility for that so that's all good i just want to say that we're taking it on board that we actually knew that knew that there were some discrepancies but the points were still in the favor of the loyalists yeah the loyalists winning but yeah it, it helps making it make sense for us as well yeah no it was a, i'll tell you what it was overall it was a brilliant event and when the Harris, when the playing finished, the event didn't finish because then we got to go on to the, the draw, didn't we? Onto the raffle. Fuck yeah. And yep. how big how big did the raffle play out? I mean how how well did the raffle do, Freddie? Come on, give us another quick reminder of that. Oh, we did like this year we were actually I remember last year we, we hadn't even we were pretty sure from our mark what we wanted. Like it was just a couple of a uh, hundred dollars short from our mark, but this year even before we we did the roundup, we we're going to draw the raffle. We had already reached our fucking mark. So like yeah, we, we broke that like midweek, if I remember rightly. Like, yeah, mid- of like, the event. Yeah, it was just crazy. Like we we were doing so well, and like it's so cool to see that it has grown so much, and like more more and more people is is giving give. And man, when we drew the raffle, some crazy. St- Stuff happened. Didn't it? Oh Jesus Christ! Did it? Did it ever? I mean, I think. The, I mean, there were some brilliant moments. I mean, um, big shout out to John Stanford from uh, over in the US who did a, an amazing thing because the, the guys from TFL and the Heresy community, kept, we all came together and did a fantastic um, Heresy telethon. And the money w- that was raised during that was matched dollar by jo- dollar for dollar by John Stanford. So that was a huge ejection into the the overall. And John actually won the Warhound Titan. If I remember yeah, right. he did. And yeah. uh, awesome. he, his donation ended up at $2,520. Which was amazing. And we yeah. can't say enough of thanks for that, John. You're an absolute legend, mate. Um, yeah, and, that was it. Fucking and splendid. That was absolutely superb. Um, and then, you know, there are lots of little prices going out. There was one of the, uh, I think it was Lehman Russ Primark book. There was an airbrush that went out. Yeah, the Sword uh, of 2020. Yeah, which I really wanted to win, but didn't didn't get anywhere near. So, so I'm, you I'm can give mine back? Yeah, it's still here. It's okay. It's, it's being well looked after. I mean, I've left it in a bottle of thinners for the last few months, so it'll be fine when it, when it comes out. So don't worry, Yoda wouldn't have been able to win it anyway. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do the 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 important thing, which was. Um, but the funniest thing was, and I, I think I said I said this on like two episodes, and during the live cast, I literally I made the point of if the la- how funny would it be if the person who bought the last ticket on the day actually won something, and I think he even called it would actually win one of the night houses. So just because shits and giggles. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Um, we, the um, uh, good friend uh, Yoran, uh, bought the last ticket on on at the event, 
um, uh, God knows when, um, like 10 minutes or five minutes before the draw happened. Yeah, yeah, because he had an issue with his fucking PayPal and shit. Yeah. (laughs) And then it it went through, and literally on the live stream of the draw, I, I think I said it, and then we did it, and it was just it was we just the funniest the moment ever. Um, one goal, and uh, yeah, that was just, just brilliant as he picked up the last of the night houses, and that was. Uh, I wasn't the last. Was it the last one we did? I think it was the last one. I think it was Stuart, the Stuart's one, um, the House Millanax that, that he picked yeah. up, and it was absolutely brilliant. Um, so yeah, that was that was a whole lot of fun, and I mean. Purely on a personal note, um, I, I absolutely love the fact I was able to. Uh, the, the person who won my the night house that I painted um, was actually in house at the time. That was uh, Christopher Sutt who picked it up, and he picked up the uh, Macabius night household that I painted. And that was, it was a lot of fun to be able to give it to him in person, shake his hand. Um, so that that was brilliant. Um, and yeah, we we just had a great time with that event. Uh, I can't. I honestly can't think of how uh, how we could have made that event much much better. Um, I mean, there is next year, of course. <laughs> I also want to mention there that, is uh, next year. If you, if you look at the, the donation page with the yeah. the, the shaved, which is quite nice, which is twenty one thousand six hundred forty dollars. Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome! That's so good. And we're we're only going to go bigger and bolder for uh, for next year's raffle as well. Aren't it's we, it's only going to get bigger from this. Yeah. Um, so that was Scandus. Um, hope you guys don't mind me mentioning something on a personal note, um, because Scandus is actually where I I did some sort of officialish launch of a commission painting, which is painting chap. Um, Basically, because that that was a great, great way to showcase what I'd been able to put together, and uh, it was a it was a lot of fun, and I had lots of great feedback from everybody. So, thank you for that for everybody everybody's kind words. That was rather awesome. So, after October, was there anything else we did that was done heresy wise in October? What well, you didn't, didn't you do something in Malmo? No, no, that was that was December. Oh. No, but ah, uh, uh, no. Well, you did we, go to Denmark somewhere around there. I went to Denmark and I did the. Um, oh, was that November? No, that was November. Doesn't yeah, because yeah. I, I I went to Africa. You went to Denmark, and then Chris, you did your exams and shit. Didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, and then then we had BSK, which was in the beginning of November. Oh no! Well, okay, we did BSK, then you went to Denmark. Then you went to you Africa. Did, do, do you, you did your exams and I went to Africa. Well, yeah. That, that was also the time I had uh, a fucked up ear again. That one too, yeah. For, yes, because why not? Just just because, yeah. you know, yeah, Bio- your biology hates you for some reason. Yeah. Well, I hate my biology as well, so it's mutual, yeah. mutual at least. <laughs> it's yeah. hatred. It's fine. But yeah, we had um, we had the fun of, uh, of BSK, which was absolutely brilliant. Ah, what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, excuse me, everybody. That was my, my very noisy telephone kicking in there for some reason. Um, what? You don't have any friends. You're talking to the only ones you have. Yeah, but I didn't say. I said it was my telephone. I didn't say it was anything to do with my friends. Yeah, that's true. Someone wants to sell you something. Probably. Yeah, I hope it's an idea for friends who wants me. It, it, it just uh, figure it was so long since you, since you touched it. It just had to make a noise. 
Sounds like everything in my life. Wherever you're going. Don't leave me here. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> BSK. BS uh, motherfucking K. Yep. Where uh, you got you got a nice new shiny painted Titan. That is true, and also the embryo to which I was so proud the, of. The ideas about next year's and how it kind of exploded, and I think most people have seen all the commercials now about. Goth gone about you know the hints and things that we've done about our event series and stuff. So I think that I don't know. Most people are kind of thinking. Yeah, 2018 hashtag God Machines. Oh yeah, (laughs) God Machines. You cannot veto these Titan Legions. And hopefully they will release uh, Titanic as well, so we can get even more Titans. Oh, that would be so. Or, epic. or we can play Titanicus in proper scale. Well, obviously like, we, we will obviously do that, but imagine scaling up the maniples to proper Titan armies. Uh, 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 yeah. uh, I need a moment. So, what did you guys think about BSK? Uh, it was brilliant. Quick talk over. It was so much fun. Uh, it was great, and and like. Uh, Besides, like, I, they, the guys over surround a fucking airtight event like this. So fucking good. Uh, Niklas and Matthias and Eric and stuff like that. I love the shit that they produce. Yeah. But the thing about BSK that blew my mind was there were so many new people. Oh, yeah. There were so many new faces up there. It was so good. So many fucking new faces. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. And there were literally, there were, there were guys who uh, play in Stockholm who haven't had any contact with the other guys who play in Stockholm and literally everybody was connecting up which was absolutely brilliant and uh, you know that, 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 that's like one, one of the things I've always uh, been mindful because I know I know for a fact there should be more heresy players out there especially in Stockholm because it's, it's, it's like one of the biggest cities in Sweden or it is the biggest city in Sweden and I know from from, from the good old 40k days that there are heaps of uh, gaming communities all over town and they and i know like if there is someone that is passionate about anything that they should be around here somewhere but everyone used their own forums they used their own sort of way to communicate and stuff not not everyone is on facebook i know we started the whole facebook like uh, with sweden 30k our eric did that thing and like uh, but not everyone is using facebook for this because I remember, like all the old rogue trader guys and all, like all the other gaming, like the little wars and shit. They all use forums. So if either you're on the forum, you're probably not looking for heresy-related stuff on Facebook. And and it was just good to see that these guys are actually have a nice community, and they're just around the corner. And in fact, it's awesome. Yeah. That was that was brilliant, and seeing lots of uh, there's a couple of younger guys playing there as well, and lots of different uh, armies out there, and you know uh, playing against uh, playing against custodies, which was frightening, but you know I'm, I'm proud that I pulled out a win on that one, but it was a, a win on the mission. They they totally bossed me around the battlefield, so it was uh, you know it was fun. It was a great game, and. I was uh, I really enjoyed seeing things like like you tighten up and running and the big games at the end. I mean there were there were some issues and we've already done our feedback and the guys have listened and I know it's going to be taken on board because they're awesome dudes. So I'm just looking forward to Gothcon next year and all the other events that they put put together. 
Yeah, they're also running a fair few campaign weekends. Yeah, through the gaming club. Yeah. They're definitely fucking holding the flame of heresy strong. So, um, yeah, kudos, kudos to them. Awesome, awesome group. Yeah, they've done done some seriously awesome stuff there. Um, so yeah, that was that was November. Was there anything else done heresy wise in November? I mean, no, we did. We've done. We've done. Yeah, we hit our we we hit our fiftieth episode around then, as well, uh, ish. Yeah, uh, roundish. Yeah, mid November, I think. About mid November, we hit our fiftieth episode, which was a lot of fun uh, to go back and you know fuck with each other and screw each other's heads up and have some fun playing on the uh, on you know what we've we've done in the past and stuff. That was cool. Um, and then we sort of rolled on into December, and Freddie got you know. King and country again, didn't you, buddy? Yeah. Well, I was basically gone from like November, December, and shit. So, yeah. Well, I, I, we we did some smart recording with the fiftieth episode, and then that was all up to you guys. Yeah. What did you guys do when I was gone? Like, you know, the cat is away. We had a time of our lives. Yep. <laughs> we had we had a great time. No, but uh, honestly, I mean, personally, I was uh, there was. Is this uh, the dirty dancing version, or just? You know, whatever. Okay. Uh, no, don't start singing. Don't do it. Um, no. Personally, yeah. I, I, I got a lot of. Uh, I had a few commissions coming to get to get some stuff done there. Um, also, started doing a lot of prep and painting work for uh, for my Ivarii um, list, which I managed to get through, which I talked about in the last episode. Um, and then, yeah, got to go down and play Ivarii, which was uh, a lot of fun. One day event. Rather felt rather long. The day was a rather long one. So we played three, three, three and a half thousand point games, um, and there may or may not be some videos, uh, a, a short video of me being asleep at the end of the day on Instagram. So thank you, Kim, for that one. You ask, uh, but you'll kind of say I'm getting old, losing my hair. So obviously I'm 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 allowed to have those late uh, late afternoon, early evening naps. Yeah. Uh, shout out! It's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. Um, <laughs> am am no, I not? Am I not the oldest? Yeah, what you are. You really are. You're the you, oldest. You are the yeah. oldest. Full stop. Like forever, the oldest. And um, you, you are the v- weakest, weakest link. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm just age challenged. That's all I, I feel right now. Um, or energy challenged. Take your pick. Um, but no, I managed to play three, three games. Uh, faced a, faced an old friend straight out the gate. Um, and yeah, had some fun against uh, Imperial Fists, White Scars, and Iron Hands. Got it right this time with uh, with a Warhound as well. So that that was all good fun at the end of the day. And it was a traitor victory for, for the day overall. So that was brilliant hey, that was for the Warmaster. Yeah, so it's nice yeah. to nice to be part of that. Cheers, you. <laughs> what did you do, Chris? Well, that is about the same time I had a well my. I also decided to go to China for two weeks for work. So I had made a mate over and we basically had a week of Necromunda and other games just playing, like I think we talked about last episode as well. Awesome. It was really nice. Just uh, Since uh, we used to go to the same school and uh, it was uh, on-site accommodation for that one. So we were basically in the rooms next to each other so we Spent about a year playing games. Nice. And it since it was here and there was no 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 bigger interferences. It was just 
basically going back 10 years and I, that's not healthy. Fun, not healthy. <laughs> going back 10 years and having fun. Yeah, having uh, fun, that's... playing games and uh, living as, about as uh, nutritionally healthy as you can, you know. Uh-huh. Oh, well, you mean ramen noodles, pizza, and uh, snacks? Uh, we also visited the, the local China buffet. buffet. That's oh, got, classic, classic eating. That's, yeah, that's got uh, all-you-can-eat buffet with. That's including sushi for, Ooh, for ninety t- kroners, which is quite nice. Damn it, that's cheaper than here. Got freaking yeah. Okay, you win on that one. So, so unfair. Why week. can't my, why why can't my wife go to China? <laughs> You get to go to Africa. I mean, it's a holiday, Freddie. It's a vacation. Yeah, I know. Wait, wait, Aren't wait, you lucky? I, wait, wait. You, you don't understand. If I go away for work, it's a holiday. there's no help. That, there's no help. Yeah, well, according to her, it's a yeah. fucking one. But it doesn't, it doesn't help me getting my heresy on. If she goes away for work, that gives me heresy time. I don't know. Get her, get her a job on a cruise liner. I have no idea, man. <laughs> I have no idea what you can get done, but you got to think of something. Hmm. 2018. <laughs> the year Freddie buys his wife an all the way all around the world ticket and says, "Go." Uh, there you go. All inclusive. Go, go backpacking. <laughs> oh, she doesn't listen to this, does she? No. Oh, you're all right. Then. I would hide it <laughs> well, hide it she doesn't listen. She no, doesn't you never listen. know. Mate. I'm just, try, just she, trying to cover she, your bases for you there, Freddie. I'm just trying to look after you, bro. That's all. But she doesn't listen to me as a real person. Why would she listen to me on a fucking podcast? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You never know. Stuff could happen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, so, basically, it wraps up everything until now because... Yeah, we've talked about the year now. Yeah, that's the year done. I think that's a, the a recap of the year there. And um, yeah. we should uh, pop in a quick musical break here. What? Well, then, Aren't you going to let me to summarize the entire year by, like, saying it's been fucking awesome? And it's, uh, I don't know, like, it's been up and down. We had the 7th, 8th, eighth conundrum and all that shit. And I've been to Amer- American so back. about that in the next room. Next part. But I wanted to say, uh, just say like how amazing it's been. Yeah, it's okay. Been, well, cool, cool. Play some fucking music, and I'll tell it later. Exactly. So we'll be, we'll go out to a tune now. <laughs> we'll be back in a minute. Here we go. It was a theme she had on a scheme he had, told in a foreign land. Take life on earth to the second birth And the man was in command It was a flight on the wings of a young girl's dreams That flew her too far away Don't push too far Your dreams are China in your hand Don't wish too And you can't help them You know that 
Well, I hope you all enjoyed the music there. Um, that that one was all Freddie. That's all we can say. Uh, <laughs> he, he won in the posting wars to get that one selected. So, uh, well done, everybody. You got that one up there. Uh, and the, but, the best part is we have totally yeah. mixed a certain song, but it might not be. Yeah, well, I'm going there. To, whatever it is, Freddie apparently chose it. So now you've got carte blanche to, you know, put more Barbie Girl or shit in there. I don't care. Um, I was thinking <laughs> Dr. Jones, actually. Oh, nice choice. I like I like your thinking there, Chris. I really like your thinking there. Um, like classic, so, classic yeah, choice. So it is a classic choice. I mean, for for, for it's the choice of a generation uh, or something. I'm sure. Um, so let's 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 just catch up. We we talked and done our year retrospect 2017 uh, before that musical break. So now we're going to go back and have a look at it, or sort of go over our personal highs and lows. Although, let's be fair, we're going to go over our, our pros and cons, uh, and we're going to sort of always focus on the important stuff, um, but there, there's always something that, that all brings, always brings the year down a little bit. Um, but I'm going to throw it out to you guys first off. Let's throw it out to Chris. What was your, what was your first highlight of 2017? What was one of your first pros? Hmm... It just depends on which one I should choose for the first one. I painted a model. No, oh, sorry. Cheat. <laughs> We've already discussed that several times. Well, I've used that one. Cheat. You can't but use that I for ha- every single thing. I haven't mentioned this model on this podcast yet. Doesn't count. You've already mentioned painting a model. <laughs> cheat. Cheat. No. Well, what what's, good, what's been good this year is to, to have been part in a growing community, actually. That's my part of this. Oh, nice choice. Just having seen that uh, there's always been a high pressure for all of the events in Sweden and across the globe and seeing people talking more and more about it and uh, having the community come together and continue building despite what's happened this year, so to speak. It's a yeah. nice thing to, thing to see. And uh, I hope it continues well into this new year and onwards. I, I, since we have the new book and everything, it should be. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's. I don't think there's any way it, it couldn't continue. I mean, you know, apparently heresy's dead, but you know, we we don't have to go into that right now. We could pull one out for our homies later. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> That's one way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I like to like to think bottle is about to be half emptied on the floor. So, you know, I try I try to keep uh, optimistic as best I can. Um, but it's a very good one. I mean, it has it has been a, it has most definitely been a year about uh, of seeing the community sort of grow and explode. I mean, yeah, just thinking back to the beginning of the year and sort of just sort of the people we've had on the cast here, for example, and you know other stuff popping up from there. That's been pretty awesome. What are your thoughts on that, Freddie? Yeah, well, I have to agree, though. Like, yeah, just comparing it to last year, well, it is uh, last year, as in 2016, and how we were running events, and and like you had your local scene, you had a couple of, like I was running a couple of, uh, you know, minor campaigns down at the club, and it was just, you know, chugging along, normal, sort of like the same size back in the day when I played 40k, but 
Jesus Christ, like now, now it's just like 2017. I think we never had any issues of filling like any of the spots in our events. People have been used talking to it. I've discovered so many new communities just within Stockholm and uh, every, everywhere you go. And well, once we get into my best highlights, you're going to see like I've done some globe trotting as well. Uh, and it's just cool. It, some, somehow the world has become smaller due to the heresy uh, mm. and it has really expanded like, uh, you know, friends and, and people enthusiastic for a hobby. It, it's expanded like on, on every single level, fluff wise, uh, the effort people mm-hmm. put in, like friendly people are, uh, the, the levels of skills people put in, in their army building and painting the modeling and stuff. It's just like, it, it's a whole other ball game. <laughs> yeah. It kind of, it kind of feels more like a, a even if we go back to 2015, it was a bit more of a niche sort of thing. Like, oh, well, you know, a heresy event. That was kind of cool, you know. And then now it's just like, Jesus Christ, we even have an event page just to make sure that we don't collide with all the other events going on <laughs> in Sweden. And that's just Sweden. Yeah. yeah. So it's so great. It's like we, we like when we were, we were talking to the Malmö guys before trying to do this uh, Scorpius as a joint event. And we were struggling to find, like, not just between – our two communities, but like everyone, like the guys that run BSK or Gothcon and, and things that's going on in, in Denmark and shit. And, and it was hard to find like <laughs> any month without an event in like that wasn't already hosted or like, yeah, for we were get, we were getting to the point where we were going to start bartering for like, you know, if you hold yours here, we've got enough time to get one in there and, you know, just sort of get it in there somehow, make that happen. And, and still people are crying out for more events, which is yeah. fucking amazing. Totally as well. I tell you what, that that segues nicely, and then to uh, so what, what's one of your highlights then for uh, the for 2017, bud? Uh, well, I'll start with my first highlight, and that yep. is uh, going to Stiff and Adepticon and catching up with the TFL boys and catching up with JP and like and everyone else, Ryan and fucking the whole crew. And just going out there, doing some hardcore heresy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Doing, some, doing, doing some hardcore heresy, doing some like full-on game. Like there was a whole week of just fucking heresy, drinking extra extravaganza, extraordinaire, and just finally meeting in person all those voices you hear on your little fucking muffled head headpiece when you're walking to work. And she, it's just amazing. You see how cool all the dudes are. Just shaking hands with people left, right, and center. And yeah, he's, nah, it was amazing. And handing on with the Warlord in person, that was also a fucking highlight. So you mean that it uh, actually happened? It did happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I have to say, like, so it, it was so good to see, like, uh, because the effort we put in to raise the money uh, in 2016, like, the first thing, it, it, like, uh, we didn't even know if the charity was going to work or not. And we were kind of like, oh, will this work? And we had this Warlord and. You know, and we fucking we managed to raise raise the the ten thousand dollar mark that we set out as our goal, and and I got to give it over, you know, in person. That was pretty cool. Like it, it just was a nice round out to the entire Depticon experience for me, mm-hmm. and it was fucking good. The 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 one sad part was seeing my cast this uh, night getting totally shredded going through airport security, driving uh-huh. uh, like going home. You can hear the crunches, and it, the 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 lady there was, oh, something's wrong. It's like it's stuck on the 
belt or something and send me oh. back in and forward that you can hear oh. <laughs> and I was like no shout out you no damn yeah. you damn you yeah. to hell <laughs> at least you had the pieces afterwards if you had shipped it yeah. where, where the postal system it would just have mysteriously disappeared yeah that's true <laughs> but anyway I, I wasted a whole week in trying to get that shipped Back together again. I haven't really touched it up 100% yet, but yeah, it was all good. Worst case, so that, it's that, always terrain. It's true. It's true. Oh, ouch, that's, that's expensive terrain. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. but it's better than just have it as a pile of broken resin. This is also very true. This is also and very the, true. You mentioned the, the, the Warlord raffle, and the follow up for that raffle, that was. Fantastic! To, fantastic just to sit there and follow and just see how people were talking about it and uh, yeah. how they just at least all through Scandus this this last Scandus it was basically oh I I might just go and donate something more I might get another ticket or I might just donate it for the <laughs> first time or whatever. <laughs> you know yeah. Who you are. <laughs> yeah, you know who you are. <laughs> we just see how that built on uh, the first years. Challenge drive to see, even see if a charity like that would work in this community. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. It's it's really, a lot yeah. of if, if, buts, and maybes, and we and like it was a bit wonky and had no idea like how to do it. Was my first experience with trying to do something, but you know, it, it was pretty cool that it worked out. But that, that's basically what ah, we're we're merging last year's. But my highlight: Adepticon and Texas, like the America trip. In March, basically, the American people got to got to meet Freddie the Swede and uh, hear Freddie talk Swede after being extremely exhausted and drunk. And, and we even saw Duncan meet his hero in a photo. Exactly, Duncan, yeah, Duncan got to meet a, an actual internet celebrity. Uh, you yeah. know, this is purely a picture of you two together. So you must have made it. Day, man. You can clearly see in his eyes that he has no idea who the other one is. <laughs> He's like, yeah, <laughs> and I think that yeah. goes for both of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, he, he was impressed. I said, "Like, well, you thin your paints with water, but I have taken this to a whole other level." <laughs> <laughs> and it's at that point the security rushed him, tackled him to the floor, and dragged him out of the building. <laughs> security handlers, you mean? Yeah, well, yeah. So no one can but... get hold of Duncan and his secrets. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So anyway, what about you, Mister J? Well, actually, just to talk about the raffle kind of ties nicely into to what was one of my highlights this year, um, which was our our events, everything we and, and not just the events themselves, but actually getting getting involved in them uh, myself from you know uh, producing painting stuff up for Lincoln and you know getting involved not sadly not being able to make Hegvarian, um, you know getting stuff to get together again for. Um, Painting more stuff for Scorpius, and getting more invo- as getting involved as a player and having a lot of fun there, and then sort of coming along to Scandus and, and stepping into the TO TO sort of team on, a, on an official basis. Again, more scenery being painted and uh, getting the chance to paint stuff for the raffle, which was awesome. And you know the the raffle itself as a whole um, being an event for this year. And what that not only did for me is, you know, pushing my painting and getting me to do stuff that way, 
but um, just all the good it did and all the fun. Like, like Chris was saying, you know, the, just the chatter around um, around the uh, the event itself and people going, oh, I wish I could see it. It's like, yeah, the, the, if you go look at that table there, that's one of the night houses you can win. And if you go downstairs, there's a one of the night houses in play that you can actually see going on and down then, there. Uh, five minutes later, that's where the <laughs> night house was in play. Exactly. <laughs> you can see it being fired up again. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can see it. Oh, look, it's coming back up in a box. It's coming to you. <laughs> so, yeah, it was that That was just awesome. And, uh, yeah, every, everything that's come from that, all the uh, all the feedback, good and, good and uh, constructive, all the stuff that we've had from everybody, um, all the things that sort of led us to, to thinking about doing for next year and all that sort of crazy shit. And, yeah. It's it's been awesome. The events have been awesome all year, and uh, also on a slightly broader, spread it out a little bit is the other events that I've been able to attend, like BSK. Um, go to Avaria, go to Railtech over in Denmark, and you know just just events in general, like you talked about about the when we talk about the community stuff, just how much more is popping up and how much more people are trying different things and getting to uh, take part in it. Because I'd never tried real-time play before um and obviously that's something that eric and uh, sebastian and the guys that are there over there are pushing so that was something to get into and, and try out which was awesome um and coming back to uh to avario and facing my my good friend uh michael and uh Michael and, and you know all that sort of stuff been been awesome for events this year so that, that's been a real highlight our events and all the other events i've been able to be uh, part of that's that's been the weird, real winner so that's round one <laughs> that's round one i think i think it felt I, like you did all your three in one go no, dude, dude, that wasn't even three that was that's just uh, i've got a list of so many because uh, it's been a real year for everything <laughs> but uh no chris chris what's number two on your list bro well, I painted a model. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, sorry, I just had to... So, readers, listeners, listeners, same thing. You see what we got to put up with? Yeah. <laughs> he does and, one model. You, one and, model and yeah. he won't let it go. And uh, just to know, I am the sane one of this, this bunch. <laughs> Beg your pardon? Yeah, what? <laughs> what? Exactly. Hey, we, I, ref, I refuse to resemble that remark and, and, and agree to it, so no. Of course uh, you don't resemble a remark. Well, you never know. Depends if it's that is well uh, quite uh, a definition of insanity, trying to resemble a remark. You might be right about being the sanest one here. <laughs> <laughs> so come on, what, what was your, your, your other one then? Come on, your next one. Well, it builds, on, uh, it builds on what you just said with uh, scandals and stuff when... Actually, just not talking about because uh, we've been talking a lot with Freddy about uh, the events and uh, which is leading up to our coming event series on uh, what we're gonna do and uh, how we're gonna make everything work. And uh, then Jody and I basically decided we're not gonna force Freddy to try to sort all of the event, <laughs> all of the last of the events himself. <laughs> how fun it even, how fun it is to watch it though, but. <laughs> so we decided. We decided that yeah, we're just gonna. Should we just help out? Yeah, we can help out. And more drinking time for me. Yeah, exactly. More <laughs> drinking time for you. 
more. Hang on, is that why you were drugged? So, sorry, just to point this out. Is that why you were so drugged so early at Scandas this year because you had us too? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Just want to be clear. Fair enough. Okay. That's, uh, fair enough. Is it? Yeah, okay. That's that's <laughs> fair by me. I just wanted to clear that up. <laughs> like... oh, sorry, Chris. You, you were you were on you were on a roll there, and I jumped in. Apologies, yeah. man. Well, it that's was right. uh, it was fun uh, taking that part of the event eventing again, if you want to put it like that. So just because uh, I have TO'd years back and smaller smaller events, but helping out in uh, at Scandas just made it the hobby way more interesting for me again because we all know that we have lulls and highs in the hobby but helping out and then seeing other people play and talking to people that playing and experiencing all of that on uh, the side of just basically oh maybe you should just roll that dice instead so from, from, from that that one and up, up upwards and just talking to people enjoying it Constructive chaos. Yeah. <laughs> and and, you, and you, to be fair, you got to run the dungeon as well. You were yeah, the king of the my, dungeon. I had my dungeon, so I basically alternated between the dungeon and the kitchen to get more drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that's like general like winning at party etiquette there or, something, or whatever it is. It's like that's how you do parties well. You, you, know, you control one room and then make sure you've got a quick, easy route to the kitchen to get refills. Yeah, that was brilliant. And we also even had... Uh, well, since uh, there were more people attending than were just uh, playing, they also had the possibility to just talk to people that didn't that didn't play or maybe just was standing on the outside of the hobby, looking in and being interested in the hobby and communicating on that level. And that was yeah, it it made the hobby more fun again, and that's not not something that I will put down, <laughs> so to speak. Just, yeah. Just uh, having that extra layer of hobby. It's really nice, isn't it? Uh, I, I remember seeing you chatting a lot to, uh, to to people in the kitchen about stuff, and uh, I think there was at least one list building sort of introductory conversation going on at one point to do with the mechanic and if memory serves. Yep. So, which is awesome. <laughs> at least so, one. <laughs> at least one. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, see the guy that's winning a lot? Yeah, guess what? He plays mad robots. Come talk to me. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that, that, that and just walking around looking at all of the gorgeous armies because people are really stepping up the painting game. Mm-hmm. And it's yes, yeah, really places. lovely. What I can't understand is all these fucking piece of shit millennials that paint better than me. Where's the justice in this world? <laughs> Uh, they don't have a job or responsibilities. They have talent. I wasn't going to go there so quickly, Chris, but okay. <laughs> that, that's harsh, it's, but fair enough. There are, there are things we can all learn that makes uh, makes it easier to make stuff look good, but sometimes you just have to have talent, which is putting the hours in, usually. Yeah, well, that's, uh, yeah, that's if, fair. If you have done the wrong choices with family and the job, well, I'm not sure where I'm going with this. So, so, <laughs> so, so, so if you chose to procreate and, and add to the human race, it's your own fault you haven't got the talent to paint. What, something like that? No. Time. <laughs> that's is the time part. That's the time part, right. Okay. Just, just yeah. Okay. <laughs> God. Uh, I must say so that pretty... this uh, rum cask, uh, Yulmust, and, uh, well, rum is getting to my head right now. All, all I can say, all I can say is, mate. At the end of the day, 
you need to buy more Yuma so you can uh, uh, keep drinking this the entire year and enjoy it. Yeah, well, I could possibly hope that they're releasing some uh, rum cask postkmust in April, but we never know because it's basically the same thing, just rebranding. Mm. Well, it is yeah. the same thing. They just switch it against the labels. This is true. This is very so, true. So, Freddy. Yes. Point two. Well, you're going to hate this, but my second one is going to the MK course. <sighs> you know that I'm just, you know that I'm just down on it because I didn't go myself. I know. Well, you get your chance this year, or whatever year it is now. Well, it, it, you it, know it, what it, I it's mean. The year of the fruit bat. <laughs> now that we've moved it. on, uh, since we recorded it, uh, the second before this is going to spoil the before the music break was last year, properly, and this is this year, probably. I'm not going to say which years these are. You have to figure it out that out for yourself. Yeah, because that's not confusing. MK course. Yeah. Just going to ask Jody, do you have the MK course on your list as well? Maybe. I'm just going to say, maybe you two could have a bit of discussion and explain what, or talk about what happened and what you did. Well, you start the way and I'll chime in if that's good. It's one of the single things that I've done that doesn't involve gaming, buying more shit, uh, abusing YouTube or recording podcasts or whatnot, and hang on, hang I, on, already, has, already, no, 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 no. I have to call bullshit on opinion. that right now. <laughs> no, I'm calling bullshit on that list right now. Not what? only did you have to buy more shit, not only did you abuse me during the whole fucking thing, <laughs> we recorded a fucking episode for the podcast as well. Oh, what yeah. the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, but that okay, that but, was in, that was in addition to uh, exactly. Thanks, Chris. Uh, <laughs> but the buying shit and, and abusing me was just, you know... No, I'm not that was, added, that was bonuses that. this time. <laughs> that, that is just par for the course, you know? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but seriously, like, it, it's one of those seldom things that you do in this hobby. Because, you know, everyone goes out on Fortwell, they buy more shit, they buy books, they go and play games, they plan their armies, they do shit. But it's... It's not that often you go on to like a hobby camp where you spend your entire time painting, talking painting techniques. In the evenings, you talk to Heresy, you play some casual games, you do some 30K quizzes, uh, you drink beer, you eat nice food, and you paint again. It was like, basically, if I could live my life, I, ex- I expect this is how millennial does it. Do it. Yeah, the only Considering they have, have all, they have all the time now. in the world, they could just sit at home and airbrush a whole day. We didn't have avocado toast, so it'd be wrong. Yeah. But yes, avocado yeah. toast but, has been around since the seventies. Yeah, yeah, technically, Freddie had it for breakfast when he was a kid. <laughs> with a timeline for it. Uh, but <laughs> you know what? What I'm saying is that you know, I. I spent like four days doing the things that I love the most, and I actually came out a better painter uh, out of it. So it's definitely on my fucking top three. Yeah, and I, it, it does genuinely tie right into to one of my other ones. Not uh, from, on two levels because being able to actually get it together, uh, put it together, was was a really big thing, um, and that was. Just be able to bring it over. I mean, I, I 
bloody great big learning experience, which is why I'm not organising it this year as much. <laughs> or being involved deeply with it this year. But um, now being able to talk with Matt and with Henry and get it all organised, get it out there, get it sorted, get it together, get, you know, people interested in coming along. And we had a couple of guys that weren't, you know, heresy heresy players uh, who came along because they wanted to learn, they wanted to learn skills, and they wanted to learn how to do this sort of stuff. And there may have been some coercement from us as well, and you know, we're trying to make up numbers because, yeah, I don't I don't want to go into a downer, but I was I, I have to be honest, I was disappointed there weren't more people who took it up because it was a, was a rather unique opportunity. Uh, but anyway, like Freddie said, you know. Once it hit, once we hit the ground, and once the event itself started, it was four days of of painting and you know, literally making friends, you know, and and hanging out with dudes all day and you know, learning learning secret skills and how to do stuff and uh, you know, at the end of it, when you you do that first couple of days, you put a rhino down and go fuck me, that could actually potentially maybe from a distance in a dark room look like it belongs at Forge World or um, in one of their publications. Um, but, you know, stuff like that was awesome. Uh, and they, bullshit, mine could. Yeah, well, mine could as well. They all could. They were all fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, but um, I don't know about Mark's, though. Mark, 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 you know, not sure about the Blood Angel stuff, mate, you know. But next time, try a bit harder next time. Um, then just having that day of, of, you know, gaming and hanging about and, and doing stuff and getting to see just how how much of a true son of Ultramar Matt is with his cheese upon cheese tower of Volkites and you know everything in, in the one tower. Um that was that was horrific and and so much fun and yeah, it was it was just great. And then getting to do the infantry course after that and you know, like we said we did the quiz which was a whole lot of fun and yeah, just be bring it. Interrupt here. Go on then. Not even Gilliman would be that cheesy. Ooh. Ooh. you might actually be right, <laughs> but Gilliman was on the table, <laughs> so it's kind of hard to. You know, he, he was a, part of it. That's a misrepresentation of the Primarch. That's a misrepresentation. He didn't use phosphex at least, so he didn't go. You know, full censure. Later, Gilliman don't really care anymore, either. No. To be fair, later, yeah. He just okay. wants to I, punch uh, orcs to death on top of a pile of nuclear weapons and phosphorus bombs. Yeah, that that that's actually pretty cool. But um, no, it was it, it genuinely it was so much fun. I, got, I mean, uh, I just got one note to build on what you both have said, and that's okay. that people didn't really either take this opportunity or don't really put effort into painting or stuff like that that's that's basically true with because we almost all have a list of what's important in the hobby and that's basically new stuff everything else yeah maybe, maybe primer that I'm in the middle yeah and, uh, possibly and that's also the same with bags because we all still see people just <clears throat> rocking up with uh, basically a shoebox or whatever filled with models that are barely painted or some people that have really put the hours in with beautiful models and still put them in a shoebox this is true. So I think there's I mean, some uh, development in the community for what, and it's working. And the painting is now working. It's with the community. So hopefully we'll see bags next. 
Yeah, this is true. You are right. I mean, it's, I, I, I do respect that people, people have their views on, didn't, didn't want to come, wanted to come, whatever. I just, he just, I was just disappointed there weren't as many, but the, the event was brilliant. I mean, you know, we've made friends out of that group for like forever. And, you know, we had like our first American visitor with, uh, Emery who came over, who was what a legend. I mean, seriously. He busted his balls on that course in the first two days, considering his luggage didn't show up. And you know, that was one. Of, that, I tell you what, Freddie, I don't know about you, but that, that was that was actually a really cool moment for that course. Is everybody rallied round and just went right? We're going to fix this. Yeah, you know? like he, I think he was. He had my my hose for my airbrush, and he yeah, he had. And then we had another loaner airbrush going <laughs> yeah. in, and had him hooked up to my tank and. You know, we had, he was using borrowed paints and stuff and, you know, people found some rhino bits left over from their, their kits. Just so it wasn't like a wasted couple of days and he, he rocked out. I mean, as soon as his stuff arrived, he literally sat down and worked his nuts off to get, get up to the same sort of stage on, on his tanks, uh, on the actual tank as everybody else did. And it was absolutely superb. He was such a legend. No, uh, I think like, I don't, I don't complain. Unlike you, I don't complain. That we still had what twenty people for the course. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but it just meant that I got more uh, fucking one-on-one time. So yeah, there is that too. We did have some rather you know fun one-on-one time, and we got heap, heaps of extra stuff. Yeah, it, well, I mean, it was it was like a it was like you know a course plus plus on that one. It was almost shield captain rerollable levels, you know. Yeah. And <laughs> and then uh, well, just to summer summer it up at least for my. Being my top two, it basically it was five days of doing everything that I love to do, yeah. all in one way: drink beer, eat nice food, paint miniatures, play some games, have awesome quiz, and hang around really cool, nice dudes. Yeah, and I would agree with all of that, and add on learning learning a new skill, which has uh, given me some confidence to go on and do something else, which. Um, it does not feature in my highs and lows, just so you know. But um, yeah, because it's given me the chance to go on and do something with it as well afterwards, more than just painting my own stuff. Um, so that's been pretty cool. So do, here's the thing: shall we get our one our one downer out of the way now, so we can end on positive notes? Oh my god! What was that? Oh my god! Are we? What? Are we actually planning this? Uh, no, I technically just, we're just... not. We're planning it while we're recording, so exactly. And we're not editing well, anything out, so. Okay. But yeah, that sounds actually sounds like a good idea. Better well, than I had to have one. It is a new year. I mean, give me a chance, or is it a new but year? On the, is other it? Ha- on the other well, hand, is it a good idea to get your one good idea out this early? Start off and get you know. I can't go any higher or lower. I mean, it depends. <laughs> it will, it will all be downhill from here. <laughs> Eh, whatever it's either up or down from here one way or the other um so chris what was what was one of your what was your your sort of one uh low point of the year the one real low point for me i think that most of us re- recognize this one and that is the fracturing of the community over which, which rule set should be used and not in a civil way not proper discussions for most part of it no i'm right no i'm right no fuck you that's yeah, the discourse it... When it got proper handbags at dawn, you mean? Yeah. Handbags on dawn, yes. <laughs> no, no it's, the, a cat, the, it's a cat bag on dawn. It's a bolt of purse on yeah. Russ. Yeah, and there's a proper book purse on uh, Magnus. Yes, here we are. Yeah, but, uh, 
as we, I think we've discussed this before, but not maybe too much on air. But uh, there's been a bit of uh, a fracturing with what rule set are we going to use, and with all of the, with that delay in co- proper confirmation, there has been word out on what which we're going to be used going forwards for the heresy. Mm. That little uh, delay or not the proper confirmation or anything made part of the community basically eat itself. It was just uh, so much in, so much arguing, so much ridiculous arguments for which one is better when technically it's a hobby. I think we would all be able to adapt as long as we know what the fuck we're going to do. Instead of just uh, yelling at people for the sake of feeling superior on the internet. What? That's my. That's my. But that's my main hope. We, we know that's your raison d'être, <laughs> Freddie. But you know, it's, it's not oh, for Craig's everybody. And the thing is, Freddie, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> How Damn dare you, Chris? How dare, dare you not you. talk about him? Uh, <laughs> You're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, you, you know, you know what I mean. I think we all yeah. felt it. And uh, no, I think. It, but uh, to, to be fair, uh, a lot of it, like I have to agree as well that. Fortral did a bit of a cock up there, especially saying like giving the one signal first and then the sec- second signal, and you know, and then and obviously clapping down on all the rumors that they yeah. have said something. And, and obviously, yeah. everyone wants to read uh, into it the way that they prefer it to be. So, yeah, obviously, it's going to be a conundrum. So, but you know, it is what it is, and <clears throat> I don't, I don't know really. Really, when it comes down to the rules being 8th ed or 7th ed or whatnot, it's the people that makes the community. So hopefully, you know, with this whole schism or whatever, maybe people that have been raging too much on the internet, maybe they realize that, well, you know, it's more more fun to drink beer with your mates and roll some dice, regardless of what fucking rule book we're using. Yeah. And I, I think that if there would have been a 8th ed heresy move, I think they would uh, probably have changed it up a bit to work with how the heresy has been doing, rolling around. Just right. uh, because there are quite stuff that would be quite easy to just change a bit to make it work like it basically do today, but without that they call a more streamlined rule set, whatever they want to call it. Mm. Well, uh, but but the one thing that that everyone keeps missing about in this argument is that. You can still play Aethered if you want to, because yeah. basically Fortress released almost all the fucking rules for all the things that they've sold. Yeah, the and, index and is because yeah. And because everyone's fucking argument on the side of this big, massive fight is, oh, but, you know, either one rule is superior to, or not, but the only thing everyone can agree on is that the players makes the game, and it's like, we're moving forward, and it's easy to play, and then you can relax more and be more social. Mm-hmm. Well, what the fuck, man? You, you can still do it. You Use 8th ed, and, and then they argue, like, well, there is no codex for 8th ed. Well, aren't we just, like, this is not a tournament type of game anyway. Isn't it up to your to your fellow dudes to you do do that chivalry handshake and say like, well, it's all right. Like, let's run these raptors and run these, and it will be all right. Or let's house rule this one unit that we can't find in the fucking index and whatnot. 
So yeah. I, I, I don't I, I don't think either point. I think everyone should just chill the fuck out and realize that you you can play Aether if you want to. I know this like community works. I know on the Age of Darkness they've had guys coming on that work with Aether Heresy. Like if you want to play Aether, play Aether. If you want to play Seventh Ed or you know the the Bible, use the Bible. It's all up to you. Like I think the one thing that decides this is what your mates are doing. So. Yeah, very much so. Let's play what the fuck your yeah. mates are. And then if you want to go somewhere else, and if you want to uh, play in the wider community, well, you know, you just check up what kind of rules they're playing for that event. And if they're playing uh, the Bible, just fucking use the Bible. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. And if you don't like the rules that they play at one certain event, there are probably other events where people have other rule sets. Yeah. yeah. There, there are still people playing seconded. I mean... I know. Uh, <laughs> as a recording, there's even been a live stream game on iForus of that. Yeah. So, which I've still yet to sit down and watch through, actually. So, I'm, I'm... And, and, and to give uh, fucking when I went to Fnatic to give uh, some credit to people that take things aboard and do their own sh- stuff, like the biggest event at Fnatic in Copenhagen, which is like the biggest one of the biggest Scandinavian sort of gaming events mm. was Nightbed. So, yeah. And and there's no support for Nightbed. So just because there's no support for Horus Heresy Aethid, I'm pretty sure that if you have a strong enough community that want to do it, then do it. But, yeah. yeah. Because that's uh, quite my point. Because <clears throat> it doesn't matter what we want to pay, it's the, the fucking fraction, <laughs> fractioning that went yeah. on in the community. And people just resorting to name calling because they couldn't really formulate why they wanted one thing or the other. Yeah. And that, yeah. that, no, that was just harmful to the entire community because we are all in, well, most of us at least are in the game for having fun and hanging out with friends and yeah. enjoying the game. We're all in the game together one way or another, yeah. I think, is, is the thing. You know, it's, uh, yeah, you, you, you don't want to basically. There's no need to fuck it up for everybody. If if you want to play a game, go play that game. You know, if you want to play that version you and with your friends, go play that version. I mean, I'm not not exactly going to freak out if I suddenly find out friends of mine are playing Eighth Ed Heresy. It's like, cool, go for it. Not something I'm interested in, but that's okay. That's because yeah. there's the, I want to play something else. That's totally but, cool. Oh, that's it. That's the Back best part. Box. This is in 1935, fucking Soviet Union. You have the choice. Yet. So I I know most people that listen to this podcast probably knows that we are maybe not the biggest fan of Aethed. Sure. Uh, me, mostly because of the aesthetic. Aesthetic. Aesthetics of the game and how it plays out on the tabletop. It doesn't give the feel of the heresy that I want to convey. Uh, like, But that's about it, you know. But I don't fucking hate on people that want to try another game. You know, fill your boots, do a game. But I think that you should... I think it's it's better for your... If you're either a hardcore blibalist or if you're a hardcore atheist... Atheist. <laughs> atheist. Atheist. Are you a blibalist or an atheist? Yeah, if you're a blibalist or an atheist. Do you believe... Yeah, do you well, believe... we've got to go there, man. We've started it now. Yeah, yeah I know. If, if you believe in the, in the blibal in the word of, of the Lord Mighty himself, or if you're an atheist, 
you know, if you want to get people to at least try out your game, you should probably not sell it as I am, you know, this is the superior game thing. You should let people just like, oh, try out this. I like this because of this and this and this. Just like, you know, when I say people, well, you know, they say, oh, I like eighth because of this. And I say, well, I like seven because of this. What, what it gets, what, how it represents the heresy on the table. And I think that eighth wouldn't translate over that way without a lot of work. But then again, I don't know what, if there would have been a heresy in eighth, what that would have looked like and how many tweaks. Because basically, what most people keep forgetting is that seventh ed heresy was nothing like seventh ed 40k. But for some reason, everyone has forgotten about that. <laughs> so, so now they're comparing apples with pears again, because eighth ed heresy would never have been anything like eighth ed fucking forty k would have been. So, I don't know. It feels well, like it's an argument that has no reason to even happen. There's there's too much. Yeah, there's too much up in the air for it to be something now that there's actually a direction it's going in. So, yeah. I think that that's my personal take on it anyway. But uh, yeah. does it, Freddie? What's your what's your low point of the year then? Well, I have to come up with one fast now because he stole mine. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, we've all discussed it. So yeah, I was going to say we all talked about I, it a few times. I so, know. but I, I guess uh, besides that, uh, I think um, I'm trying to think here. Do you jump in? Me? Yeah. Okay, I, I already um, used all my arguments. You've already Chris's. used your arguments. <laughs> um, okay, this is going to probably be a controversial choice. Um, book seven. Oh. Book seven was kind of a low point for me. All right, keep talking now. I have to think about something else. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> I put forward your arguments because this can be discussed from all point of views, I think. Yeah, I think that... Well, the, the problem is I'm fucking... I'm torn with Book 7 because it's a high point and a low point. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I'm, I, I'm going for it on very much on the low point. I, I'm taking it on the low point because, um, surprisingly, there's another... Something we've just discussed is actually a high point for me. Um, but... Um, Arguments in the community? No, the the, <laughs> the, 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 the the seventh and eighth thing. Um, <laughs> but, okay... Book seven. Why? Why is it a low point? Um, partly because of the uh, delay of getting it out and getting it sorted and it arriving. Um, mainly because for me, the what it's introduced. Uh, okay, let me take it this way. Every black book that has come out has introduced a shift in the meta one way or another. This book has introduced a to me a massive shift in the meta. That's one thing. Uh, with the introduction of Custodes, uh, the, the the Thousand Suns, and a little bit less so in the Space Wolves, uh, mainly because I've not seen much of the Space Wolves on the tabletop to have been affected by it, but I have seen the other two. Um, I haven't seen the Sisters of Silence in effect on the, on the tabletop, um, so I, I don't have a gaming point of view on those. But, um, yeah, the the introduction of that into the meta, um, and having now actually had a copy of the book, haven't had a read through it, and the way everything's put together, book seven feels almost like a step outside of the timeline of the books and how the books have been coming out. Well, it is. Because of, 
Yeah, I know, but let me get where I'm going on this one. It feels like a step out, and it feels like it's exactly written that way, that it is its own universe. It's its own thing, like its own little ecosystem in one book. Whereas I know a lot of the other black books are written with specific points in mind, like the Shadow Crusade, uh, Shadow Wars and stuff like that, um, and all that sort of stuff in there. But what it contains feels like it fits into the heresy as a whole. Um, I don't know if there was ever a good way of bringing these forces into the heresy. I think they've done it in the right way of bringing them in in the same book. But it's just for me, it just felt that little too much out of whack that it's had a big. It's had more of a negative impact on the on the heresy as I see it, as I feel than um, than other books and that's been a downer for me because there are so many conversations about when you face a, when you face a custodies list or when you see them out in the game are you going to be seeing um, you know three up re-rollable uh, two up three up re-rollable shield captains are you going to be seeing you know what are you going to be seeing multi-wound high toughness all this sort of stuff um and then when it comes to Thousand Sons, are you going to be seeing <clears throat> Christopher, um, so not you, the other one, Mr. Vori, Magnus in Zone Mortalis, for example. Um, yeah, and it, you know, and it's you're talking like massive De Nova spamming and all this sort of stuff that's there. It just felt too much, and it it felt wrong. Um, it just didn't feel like it fit. And I I don't I will say this. I don't have an answer. I don't know how I would have done it myself. I, I, I put my hands up and say that right now. I don't know what the fix would have been. But for me, it was, it was, it, it felt, it felt like it's had more of a negative impact yeah. on the heresy overall. Um, you know, individual basis, that's a different thing. Well, rumored they had the plans of releasing this book way earlier as well. Which would make it fit more with the Great Crusade theme, because yeah. these legions, if they were releasing them as they stood at this point in the heresy that the current timeline is in, they wouldn't be that powerful anymore at all. True, they would be heavily decimated. But yeah. the, that's including the custodes because they were dying like flies in the webway. Yeah, and that and, that, uh, that, that, that and that's the thing. I mean, that's that that's what I think is the. The, one other point you, you you mentioned it really well there is that and it, actually I'm going, to, I'm going to echo what was said on the Age of Darkness I think it was on the last uh, last episode I think Mark brought up the point actually um, that you know you see so many if you want to talk about narrative play for example or story led play you see so many times in games you see like Garland Serlac or Artak Moore showing up in events left right and center mm. um, but these are guys who weren't everywhere they are named characters mm-hmm. you know but you see them popping up everywhere um, and you sort of raise that as a, as a counter to the argument that the custodes don't exist in force in the heresy but and I that's what felt wrong is that they don't exist in force in the the for, the sizes of forces if you're playing a 2000 maybe 2000 but like two and a half 3k game they just weren't there for a massive amount of time 
I mean, post Prospero. After that. that, with uh, the wolves as well, because after Prospero, they <coughs> yeah. were basically being hounded. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, I mean, it's it's very. Are we, as I say, with the legions, it's it's slightly easier to make that uh, break of there. They are legions, therefore they are many. But again, like you say, Chris, with the wolves, it's very specific how what they took and where you know all this sort of stuff. But I don't know. It was a low point for me. Freddie, Freddie, what do you what do you think on, on that one? I, I have to I'll agree on some point, but I'll disagree on the main thing. I think that the the one beef I have with the book mm-hmm. it's only the rules for the custodes and Thousand Sons and Space Wolves. Because I, I actually I'm one of those that think space wolves are a bit too fucking nasty. But but the thing like within its own book, like you said, they work together pretty mm-hmm. well. Yeah, they work brilliantly. Yeah, they work brilliantly. Uh, but taking it out out of the book, it, it, it's hard to translate it into the wider system. Hence, why we all know that this book should have probably arrived earlier. And like the rumor says that once six changed into seven, they basically had to shelve this book for a while and see what's going on. And then we also know that the end production of this book, due to Alan's passing, kind of. You know, mm-hmm. it, it it did not give. The the problem is, it, the the book seems that it never got like rule wise the attention that it needed and deserved. But fluff wise, which is at, at least ninety percent of this book that we have to mm-hmm. agree on, I just love it, and mm-hmm. I, I can live with it not being part of the heresy because they have tried to tie it together and tried to explain why it, it is a standalone book, but it still fits in with within the black books. Yes, maybe it should have gone as book two. You know, maybe, mm-hmm. but but still, it works. Yeah. Um, the the rules, however, I think that you like with enough imagination, you could always come up to have like a fifty man custodies force fighting something because basically that's two thousand five hundred points. That's fifty custodies. You you can come up with them coming somewhere, and I think that the the problem we have seen is that the armies. It's a sign that you you are not just running Harthian guards with fucking shield captains. It, it is the way the list is written. You're supposed to have some system of silence because it's it is a Prospero list. Yeah. But if you don't run it as a Prospero list, it become it becomes even more broken, and that's the problem. So, so yeah. So even if you play it within the Prospero and you don't bring any systems of silence, the, the thing is when, when you, face this, you face Thousand Suns, you're going to have those systems of silence because you know you're going to face Thousand Suns. But if you don't face, like if you go to an event, you know that, well, I might face Thousand Suns once. So I'm not going to waste point on systems of silence because it will be more cost effective, you know. So I think one way to address this is having event organizers saying that if you have one unit of custodies, you have to have one unit of sisters silence. You literally, then, then you you're into, yeah, basically some way of comping it down, which I think is. Well, I think that is actually rules as intended, because that's the list is it's based into. It, it is if you read through like the arm the army list for the custodies is a bit different. Then the army list we're used to seeing, it is not written as a 
proper armies in that way. It's more written as either you're using these guys as allies or or you're doing some sort of mixed force, if you know what I mean. Like if you look into book seven mm-hmm. and you look through the custodies entries, you see it's, it, it is written like an allied army list, not like a standalone mm-hmm. army list. Do, 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 you, do you understand what I mean? Like, do yeah, you get no, to feel I, like I get what you're saying, and I think that's. And I that's, think that, that that was my biggest downer is that that's not how it's ended up. I think yeah. as much as I think. But I think that is what they intended. Like they mm-hmm. they did they intended probably to have custodies. Either narrative missions by themselves mm-hmm. with sisters of silence or whatnot, or, uh, or as an allied detachment, you know, whatever, uh, to another army. But I don't think they envisioned like a full-on custodies, you know, fucking take names, dick shitter list, you know, sort of thing. Yeah. No, I, I think that's a very good point. Um, I, think so... it, I think it's it will be easily adjust if, if you somehow used, you know, because the way the army list is written, it is a prosper army list. Okay, we can agree that in an event. If people, unless it's a narrative-specific event that kind of gives you comping, anyway, to like you have to you have to remember that when we're talking comping in 30k and comping in 40k, we're not talking about the old Swiss Swedish comp, whatever. Like when you usually when you comp something in 40k, it's to fit in within the narrative of that event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like Lincoln, we're comping that well, there's no custodians on the planet. Hence why there's no custodians, not because we fucking want to, you know, dick slap custodians people. It's just because within the story, same same as certain Primarchs can't be at our event because within the story, well, A, someone is dead, and B, other people, <laughs> no spoilers, uh, <laughs> other other people are elsewhere within the galaxy. So so that, that that's basically how you comp a 30k event, but I think that a good rule of thumb to make that list actually work because I've I, I played around a bit with it and I've done some math hammering and I, I have a, a fucking custodian's list and I've sent my custodian list even to Mark at uh, Age of Darkness used to talk about it and he, and he agreed like well it wasn't a you know a rock hard list but what I did with the list was that I I wanted to use the caveat that well you know if I took a custodian's unit. I wanted to take assistance units because this is basically one of. Well, what what would happen if the emperor assembled a strike team of fifty people, you know, and sent them somewhere on a mission? Well, he would use his. And this is a you know talents of the emperor, so he wouldn't send fifty fucking custodians. He would send like well, he needs some null maidens, he needs this and that. So he would send like an assortment of agents. Because he wouldn't afford to send 50 custodians. He would send like maybe 20 custodians and then some Sisters of Silence because they were on their mission. Either they were going there to get resources for the war in the webway or they were going there on a mission to meet someone else that could, you know, whatever because of that deal. Oh, I'm not going to spoil Master Mankind too much. But there could be a reason in the flop why why you're fighting custodians and shit. But because they're custodians and Sisters of Silence, the fight basically... It's, the, the Talents of the Emperor is a list that works in the War of the Webway, as well as Prospero. Mm-hmm. And and in the book, they go and see fucking Mechanicum people, they go and see that Nighthouse and whatnot, they go and see Marines, but there are always two of them. 
there's that custodian dude, and there's that sister uh, silence girl, right? Janasha Crow or whatever it is, Crow. Yeah. Yeah. And so they work in unison. So hence why I don't think it would be a, such a big deal that if they send a task force to do something, obviously, because of the five years fucking war in the webway thing, if they send out one, someone that did, built the list, they can say, well, this is a person that's going there to, they need to, you know, grab this resource because the fucking, uh, the, the Mars, what's his name again? The new... Which uh, one? Yeah. Uh, the new... The one on um, Earth or on Mars? Yeah, the one on Earth. What's his name again? Oh, the the head of the mechanic. Fa- fa- yeah, the fabricant general. Something, something. Second I can't remember. Kane. Yeah, Kane. Like, because he said, like, well, we're not going to build you 500 billion thralls unless you go and retrieve this, you know, whatever STC somewhere. And then, obviously, they're not going to send some fucking douchebag because they'll send a talent of the Emperor Strike Force to get this thing. Because, obviously, it's protected by some evil demon or psyker or whatnot, you know. And you can make that fluff work. But I think only custodies, I don't think that works. Only Sisters of Silence works. Because that you, you see that with the black ships. They have a job, you know. They, they are everywhere in the universe. They, they round up psychers and shit. But only custodies? Mm, I can see that in a skirmish force, but no not more. like no more. Yeah. But both of them together, if you, if you read every single book and every single fluff and narrative, both of them together. Yes. And that, I think, is a, a good way for people to deal with the whole, like, you know, but hurt about custodians being awesome. Just do the caveat. You have to have sisters of silence. And people that buy custodians, they buy fucking Prosper boxes. They will have sisters. They're not going to fucking cry, cry blood. And now that they've actually got uh, an ally slot in the ally chart, you could possibly maybe theme it around one of the forces where there would be maybe one or two units of custodes with a larger marine force. Yeah, or a unit that could of definitely work. And sisters with the marines working together. Mm-hmm. It, because they didn't only happen on Prospero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Freddie, before we get... We, I mean, we could, we probably should have and probably can do an entire episode on this alone. Um, well, we never have did you, a Book 7 episode, did we? This is why I said we could do. We could do. Um... <laughs> What is uh, what's your down point then? If we or uh, as we seem to have stolen your two so far, uh, my down point is it that we are thieves uh, and steal your topics? No, no, this is purely selfish. And my down point, which is kind of hand in hand with the uh, Alan's passing, is that we didn't get a book this year. Yeah, which is understandable. Like I understand the situation. I understand why Angelus, that's Angelus, it's going to be called, right? Angelus. Angelus. Mm-hmm. It's going to be delayed. And Angelus like... sounds like more of a Mechanicum book, actually. <laughs> Binary. Obtusus <laughs> Angelus. Yeah. Actually, the me- new Mechanicum book is going to be like 0101101011. <laughs> anyway, but no, but you know, it, it it just it just made. I think like we we have the Bible, but I think it would have been such a nice kind of send off that you know, that he actually had like a, because it, it is, it's close to being finished, what I understood, understand. And it would be so nice, you know, you know, well, we have, which I, I really like the touch of the new rule book with, you know, honoring Alan in it. 
and it would have been perfect for the fucking the new black book because I know Al- Alan is surely he's a rules person, but the fluff contribution that he did, uh, like it, it would have been a nice send off. And also because I love the black books, mm-hmm. I'm just fucking um, it's like coke for me. I just need more of them. So that that's basically my downer. But I uh, it's not one that I don't accept. If you know what I mean, it is. It is. It, it, I understand why it is what it is. So. Sad, sad, sad things happen. That's just yeah. uh, have to yeah. deal with them basically. And yeah. uh, if uh, we get, if the worst we suffer from it is a delayed book, we're probably quite lucky off, so to speak. Yeah. I hope people, I hope people know what I mean when I say that. Yeah, I mean, we. I think we covered it well at the beginning of yeah. the episode as well. But yeah, you are right, Chris. Um, so yeah, that's that's a fair. I think that's a fair point. That I mean, it's it's one of the things that um, I mean, thankfully, with the Bible dropping has has reinvigorated heresy in its own way. Yeah. Um, that that's one of the key things the Black Books have been doing is keeping the momentum going um, in their own way. They, they are the they are the codexes. Uh, you know, if you want to equate it to old 40k or, or 40k or whatever, uh, it's that sort of thing. It's that you know, when one of those drops, there's new stuff for armies. There's new stuff to be bringing in. There's new missions. There's new, you know, that's a momentum there builder. Are, there are people just waiting for their legion to drop. Exactly. They, there is that. Yeah, just, very much just, so. Plunge into heresy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the and some of these guys have been playing for years, waiting for their legion to drop. Um, so it, it's very understandable that there's uh, it's a it's a down point because we've been wanting to see it. Um, but yeah, um, so let, let's let, this is why I wanted to do this now. So let's bring it back up, Chris. Have you got, what's your last high point? Uh, we're going to talk about. Well, well, I think we've established what I'm going to say by now, and I painted a mi- miniature. Uh huh. Gone. Okay, okay, it can stick then if that's the case. Well, he's even uh, ruining a lamppost while he's uh, walking down the street or on top of a door, technically. So yeah, actually, it's a really nice model. Um, <laughs> you should go, if you haven't seen it, go and have a look at Chris's Instagram project, there, Vinda. Um, I think it's, it's your... even on uh, our Facebook page from April or something linked. I'm not sure. Do you know what? It, it, I have to admit, seeing the Domitor do that, do you know what's in my head every time I see it? It's singing in the rain. It's <laughs> <laughs> just Domitor failing miserably at singing, trying to do a rendition of singing in the rain and just wrenching a lamppost in pieces. Well, it's either that or strip club, club music. That too? That, 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 that brain function, malfunction, malfunction. Um, okay, yeah. See? You like Sorry. It. And, and the best part is you want it... Uh, what? Last, for, uh, well, 2015. Yeah, 2015. For the Lincoln Battle Report Challenge, right before we started the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but as, as I still claim, it's uh, not rigged because we didn't choose the winner. <laughs> no. And there that's were more than one entrance. That was that was a that's a t- that was that tough one was uh, down to Michael and uh, and Tim. If yep. I remember rightly. Yep, that's right. But uh, one of my favorite parts this year is because I've seen so many nicely painted armies this year, I've pushed my own painting. That's uh, something I really like with the hobby this year. 
Don't have to mention it. Yeah, I, I, I must admit, I'm talking about that, I want to. I just wanted to mention that diorama you finished recently, um, the Mustang. Oh yeah, that one. I'm working. On a, I'm working on a new diorama, by the way. Ah, there's more to come. Mm. Yeah. It better be heresy related this time. Uh, well, this diorama isn't, but the, the miniatures I'm working on the same time as the diorama are, mm. because those will be marines. Ooh, mm-hmm. space marines! Nice. Cool. Well, that segues nicely into me then, because mm-hmm. my uh, my last and final highlight this year is probably going to steal yours now, but uh, is uh, the night raffle. Oh, and I thought it was my Mustang. I'm oh, sorry, the Mustang. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, the, the reason why it seg- segues nicely is that because I actually painted one of the night houses there and without the skills that I've learned at the MK and I was kind of daunting and shit, but like once I got it down all the eight nights, man, I was, it took forever, <laughs> blood, sweat oh, and yeah. tears, but I was so happy and so proud <coughs> of the work that I've done and, you know, sending those babies away was kind of like, I don't know, like your oldest moving out of your house or some shit. So glad to have the space back, but so sad to see them go. Exactly. (laughs) Well, my wife was glad to have the space back. (laughs) That's because you kept them on her side of the bed. That's true. In her bed. No, but like the night raffle and and just being able to, like Jody's nights and Stuart's nights and my nights and all the donations and the telethon and just the whole fucking raffle thing. Like, we tried it out, like, we, we started out last year. I mean, now I'm talking 2016. And this year, and it's just, like, this year, prior to Scandas, we had already hit the mark that we tried to race. And, and yeah, it was just, it was so amazing. I remember, actually, last year, we hit the mark, basically, just at the, as we drew the, the raffle. This year... We, we were like a week red. Like every single dollar now was just above and beyond. And it was just so amazing. And so many things, that, like so many people has contacted us and talked and asked and, and like all the other podcasts around the world, all people having gaming events, shouting it out, donating stuff. Like we have, you know, people donating airbrushes, donating books, donating miniatures, donating like, oh, well, I can give you some spare helmets for like the heads, those special heads from Forge World. I, like, we got knights from the podcast. We left, right, and center. Like, it's just fucking amazing. Try. Uh, I must admit, uh, just to tie tie, uh, tie into that very quickly. I mean, I put a shout out for transfers on the one of the trading groups and got help there, which was amazing. You know, all that sort of stuff was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, you know, it, it was just. I have to say, like. Fucking hell, it, it, it was just blew my mind how fucking successful it was. And what are we going to do for this year? Is we have to top this, and how the fuck are we going to do that? But I know I have that. No we, idea. <laughs> yeah, but I, I know we. Well, well I, I, we, we do have an idea. But we have an idea. I, <laughs> we have an idea. But I, I, regardless of what we do, I know that with your guys' help, we, we're just going to fucking go. On, on and beyond whatever we did last year. 
Yeah. It's just going to be amazing. And I, and I'm, everyone is already like, I, I know like it, we had like in the podcast chat and talking to people on the other podcast and whatnot, webcast and all the fucking other things. Everyone's like, Oh, we, we have to have another telethon. It's like <laughs> the big highlights. We have to have another telethon. We have to have it now because it was so much fun. So. Yeah, and yeah. we even heard rumors for, for next telethon that might be more than just uh, an America time zone local, localized one. Ooh. So it might be more of a well it's for everyone. But there's there's we, there's so much we can do with time yeah. zones. Yeah. And it, we're gonna we're gonna time travel. <laughs> Yeah, wibbly wobbly, timey timey wimey, dude. You know we can do all that sort of stuff these days. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, but anyway, about. so that, that's like yeah, no surprise, no big brain to everyone. But that obviously, my final and biggest highlight was the the night raffles, and not just because it's like a personal thing for me, but just because yeah, how fucking well it went and how amazing it was, and I was like, I, I remember when we met up in my summer house. Like in the cottage, yeah. we're dealing nice and how stressed we were. Like, how are we going to get, like, just how are we going to get all this painted? And, you know, Stuart, he was always calm. He was like, yeah, that's all right. I'll get it done. But for me, I've never been like wife and kids and shit. And, you know, I have a real job, apparently. That's what my boss tells me. Uh, <laughs> it tells you to go home. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, uh, that's because you're I have too much, much overtime. Yeah, you're working too much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like, Jesus Christ, and it was really down to the wire, at least for me. Uh, and I, I'm pretty sure it was for you as well. <laughs> so, oh, God, yes. Um. Yeah, so, <laughs> so it's, it's, a, like, it, it's a personal achievement on many levels. Hence why it's uh, on my top three. Awesome, and I, I, it's not actually well. It, it's it was kind of tied into my top three because it's going to be part of the MKA thing. But um, I just wanted to echo on the back of that how much how awesome it was to be part of it. Um, and yeah, I mean, I I was painting down to the wire. Um, <laughs> it was a lot of fun to do, and projects like that are. Um, I mean, they, it's uh, it sounds easy. It really does. Yeah, it's eight nights. I got months to paint them in. Yeah, <laughs> you're always over optimistic. That's the problem. Everybody's always over optimistic, yeah, but then it's like how much yeah. time you actually got to paint them. Yeah, um, which is a great, another great learning experience. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I got four months left. I don't need to start yet. And then I've got a week left. Oh fuck! No, it wasn't that bad. But uh, no, it was what? It was that bad. No, I had a week left to finish them. Shut up. <laughs> you didn't talk to us for for about one and a half, two weeks because you were painting the nights. I was busy. <laughs> I was busy. Um, everything else was going wrong at that time, so I was just trying to make sure something went right. So uh, that, that was a lot of fun. But um, no, seriously, for, just, just again, for me, it was just like you, Freddie. It was being able to actually uh, make, the, make the skills that I learned on the MKA count for something more than just myself. Um, and really put it to use, and then um, I, I got lucky because the, the guy who won—I uh, said this before—the guy who won the um, uh, the house, the night house I painted, was actually on site, actually at the event, and been taking part of it. And so I was able to actually shake the guy's hand and give him the nights in person, <laughs> which was brilliant. I mean, that was just such an awesome feeling. Um, and yeah, like knocking the knocking the total out of the park and everything before we before we even hit the event was superb and let's do that again this year let's see if we can get it even earlier this year that would be that would be so so amazing if we could manage that yeah, that'd be so cool yeah 
so it's it's definitely doable. Um, so I guess I should sort of pop on the mine. Um, I've actually I got so many things that sort of popped up, and we've covered so much of them already. Um, <clears throat> I think that the the the, net, the the highlight for me has been um, the last highlight for me has to be the the set the, the sort of version uh, the Bible and Eighth Edition definite split. That's been a highlight for me because I, although I know Chris, you mentioned it earlier as, as a, a sort of a low light, uh, you know, a low level thing because of how people have been re- have reacted. Well, that was for more me, of their reaction rather than the yeah. That's what I'm I think well, the the positive part of the reactions is it's been a lot of like now we know where we are, we know what we're doing, and it gives the heresy much more of a an independent identity. It's not. Although I'm, I'm sure it'll always be seen as sort of like 40K's tag along, you know, tag along cousin or whatever. It's got its own rule book. It's got its own set of rules. It's a different set of rules to 8th edition. They are now two separate games. Um, and that was a massive highlight for me because I, I always felt that it's, it's felt like two separate games. Uh, because of our, how how they you know as a community we've approached things as how the um, how the products have come out how the books have been written everything felt different but there was always the one thing that connected and it was always the one thing that led to a lot of discussions because it was you know I'm not just talking about like you have your competitive gaming but the 40k community had its way of playing versus how the 30k had its way of playing and certain things like we can take it as an example multi-bombing was a big difference because it for me it made much more sense and much more of an impact in 30k where i felt it belonged uh, compared to 40k for example where yeah no i wasn't overly keen on it in 40k um, that, that, I, that really did come down to the availability of melter bombs as well how prevalent yeah. they were in normal lists I just think, uh, yeah, and I think it was, I think that it just made more sense. Um, it just made more sense that, and it relieved a lot of the, the pressures, the ums, the ahs, the, you know, all that sort of stuff that was, that was building up and has been building up for a while um, to actually have it drop. And like we just talked about earlier, actually having a defined course of saying, yes, this is where it's going to go. Um I'm a big proponent of staying in seventh. I would like it to stay there and, and see that develop um, because I think there's a lot of other things changing to eighth will affect. Um, I know we call the rule book the Bible and that that's what it was. But I mean, as I, as I said earlier on, I know apparently Alan um, has, or it's been mentioned that Alan had big plans when it came to heresy and, and eighth edition, but we'll never know what that's going to be uh, sadly, but just to have it defined, have its own set of rules, have its own existence now, um, separate from 40K, to be clear, as clear as possible, because there are still going to be problems. We know how these books come out. Um, but a lot clearer on a lot of other things. It's just a real big thing for me. Um, I don't know what you guys feel on that, but I just I, it's a real big thing to see a proper identity lay, leveled out with a rule book, with heresy 1.0 as far as i'm concerned 
I think I think the the one thing is what what happened with the whole split and uh, not sure what was going forward. Like the heresy train never stopped. It might have slowed down a bit, but I, I'm thinking now when they have the rule books and everyone know what what the fuck is going on. Because even people that have been like that I've talked to that has been uh, very pro AFED. They're like, okay, well, it's it's seventh ed now, and the heresy's back on track, and at least now we know what's going on. I think that the biggest thing that has created the biggest ang- angst is that no one knew what the fuck was going on, and now everyone knows we have the Bible. It's on there. It's actually on sale. People have it. Like we have our copies. More people are having their copies, and and the train is just chugging along now, and it's fucking starting up. And we know that next year we're gonna have the the weekender up in February, then we're going to have a Depticon and like everything is back on track and it's just chugging along and oh my fucking God, it's only going to get better. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. I just, I said, to me, it's a highlight. Uh, Chris, what are you, you got any thoughts on there, bud? Well, I think the, as we talked about earlier and now that the most important thing was that we were actually a definitive answer on what the fuck was going on and what was gonna, how it's going to go forwards. But the best part with me in this is that the heresy, now as it is a separate game, won't be basically victims of all of the FAQs that comes out for the main rulebook for the original <laughs> game. Because that is That's a good way of putting it, yeah. That is what messed up a lot of things when they put out uh, FAQ, the last rounds of FAQs and... Uh, the heresy didn't really work the same way as uh, regular. Yeah, Aaron's like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah. So, so the impact of another design studio basically made, made parts of our game untenable, or that we had to, as a community, work around. And that is the biggest biggest thing here that there is a separate chain of accountability, basically. Yeah, it's it, its own thing. It is its own thing, and it has its its own way of doing stuff. Yeah, and not just well, here's a round of FAQs, and all of the things that's good with your game is now useless because we've <laughs> changed a ruling on this one that doesn't really apply to your game, but we're changing it anyway because it's the same rule set. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I I can't I I can't say any more. I mean, I made my made my case on this one. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay, we've, we've covered a lot here in our highs and, and our lows, but I mean, is there, is there anything we haven't covered that you guys wanted to mention just quickly before we sort of move on to, to the next point? I don't think so. Not, not without going down a rabbit hole and starting another hour discussion about something. <laughs> rabbit holes. <laughs> it's so tempting to just say, I painted another mini. Lies! Uh, Lies! I might. I might <laughs> well, I did, I, did, I did paint a tech priest as well, Titan, Titan tech priest. Uh, fair point. <laughs> and you did paint a couple of seekers as well. Yeah. That's but, true. Uh, I really did put most of the effort into the bases of one of those. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but then it just became so, oh fuck, I need to finish the seekers as well. <laughs> yeah. Hey, these oh shit, models to go on them. Oh crap. Yeah. <laughs> So what about you, Freddie? Anything you're in? No, didn't I no. say that? <laughs> well, I'm just, I, I just double checked because I just that's good, we good man, good you man. Don't yeah, want to hurt your precious me. feelings. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want to uh, ruin your millennial snowflake feeling. So, yeah, uh, you know, thought about a better check before we do anything else. Um, 
<laughs> that that being the case, then uh, we've got next on our list. We, we we've got to uh, sort of talk about the future a little bit. I mean, we're, we're, let's let's uh, put in a musical break here. Oh, all right then. I was just going to ask wish listing. Fine, we'll put a musical break in. So if that's the case, then that's as the answer is say, we'll be back after a quick musical break. They say popularity breeds content. It also breeds hate. So that was another another musical interlude there. And we're almost done with the episode tonight because 
there's there's only a few things left to cover because I think I think we've done 2017 almost to death. So I think it's time that we start looking forward. And I mean, you can only look forward by doing the most appropriate thing, which is uh, wish listing. So what's uh, let's go with one each to start off with and see if we come up with anything fun. So what are you guys wish listing for the the heresy for the next year? What would you like to see? Uh Chris, what do you want to see? But what was what's have you got a wish list item for next year Actually, or this year maybe? One that would be really useful. I'm not sure how, how needed it is, but it would be useful. And it is a proper enhanced version of the rulebook for iPad. <laughs> Amen to that. I uh, I've been playing around with the EPUB and it's got uh, at least a reference and uh, the index is basically uh, hot linked to the correct page but having had the enhanced version of every other rulebook it really spoils getting a bit spoiled mm. that is my biggest wish list because we know that uh, that will take a while for the next book and there will be lovely models coming out this year but yeah yeah Okay. How about you? How about me? Uh, you actually nabbed one of the ones I was going to go for. <laughs> um, I, I, it's kind of hard because I know I, I think they've they've already talked about it being delayed till 2019. But I'd really like to see the next Black Book drop early, drop some point in 2018. I know that that's probably wishing hard on a wish list, but I would like to see that. Cause I'd like to see that. Next bunch of um, dudes waiting for their army lists yeah. to drop to actually get their teeth <laughs> yeah. into their army list. Even I'd like to see that happen. I've been waiting for the rules, proper rules for Blood Angels since Betrayal. Yeah. I, I, I would agree with that. It would be nice to see it early, but I'd rather see it properly. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want it rushed. I'd like to see it done properly. But I'd really like to see it this year. I think that, that's, my, that's what I'm wishlisting. That would be it. If I could, if I could just wishlist something, that's what it would be. Whether it come, that comes out this year, mm-hmm. uh, that would be so cool to see. Uh, Freddie, what about you, bud? Uh, well, can I do two? Yeah, sure. oh, yeah, okay, you can do two, but we can keep rolling. I'm sure we can All find right. a couple more. Well, cool. uh, well, the first one, I would like to see Forgeroll doing the Corgan <laughs> Heavy Transport. <laughs> this is shout, shout out to Josh. But, no, but that's, a, that's, a, that's true wishlisting. That's true wishlisting. <laughs> no, but sorry, sorry, which which heavy transport? The Gorgon. Uh, the Gorgon. Oh, the Gorgon. Gorgon. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I heard Morgan. I was like, wait, what <laughs> yeah, version the, of this is this? That's the new one, the Morgan. <laughs> the yeah, the Morgan, Morgan transport. One. Yeah, for, for for reasons. That's why it's going to be called the Morgan transport. Anyway, yeah, sorry, but go on. And I would like, uh, uh, following on to that, I would like to have uh, a book, like an apocalypse book, or or something where they work in. The really cool other vehicles they have, like the Macarius and shit. Like so, because now with the rulebook, we we notice that we can have what the fuck we want. It would be excellent. So I don't have to add all the fucking stats in my FAQ or our FAQ <laughs> for all the vehicles still in Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it would be awesome to have them sort of yeah. in, either in a book or like in upcoming like in. Angelus, it would be awesome to have them as a separate, like, they could just do, like, in the end of Ang- Angelus, they could do, like, a Lord of War section. Yeah, it's like 10 pages or something. Yeah, yeah, I know. It, it's not so much, and so, it could be easily done. Yeah, because in their new rulebook, they mentioned that uh, if there is one with a heresy error equivalence, you should use the heresy error equivalence. Whereas before it was 
basically the opposite. You have to you have the old apocalypse book or the imperial armor book. Yeah, but that 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 is my my soft porn wishes. My hardcore porn, uh, the fucking elbow deep anal, that is an Imperator Titan. Oh, they they have to have it done. Yeah, it's baby. Very, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, baby. Well, there's one on uh, the cover of the next uh, Heresy book. So, so it needs to be done. So, so we, hang on, are you calling that? That's it. That's it. It's happening now, Chris. Is it? Yep. Hashtag Imperator 2018. Well, if nothing else, uh, we know how much to scale up uh, <laughs> Warlord to make it look like one. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Failing that, we would we would also maybe really want to see one in Adeptus Titanicus. Speaking of, we want Adeptus Titanicus. Oh, there's a wish list for you. To have it out this year would be amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah. So that that is my wish lists. Chris, have you got something to add on there, bud? Any more? The this, the the chest of an imperator is basically the, the width of the shoulder part of. A warlord. So uh, are we worried that they'd run out of oh, resin? Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I have another one. I have oh, another God. One. Okay, I was just cool. thinking, thinking uh, f- four-year-old per- person cosplay outfit. <laughs> if I could keep my son focused long enough, it could happen. That depends on how on interlocking that. the cosplay parts are. <laughs> All right, well, I had my, my another one. Remember last year we saw mm-hmm. Calf. This year we saw Prospero. Next year, I want to see something with Mark II. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see something with bikes. Ooh. And something with, like, a Rhino. I want to see Agents of the Warmaster to counterbalance the talents of the Emperor. Oh. Just because they're mentioned even in the new rulebook in the... Uh, Dark Mechanicum. Yeah, but that would probably just be regular Mechanicum from now until the next book is released. But these are in the book under the agents of the brackets, Emperor or Warmaster. And uh, we haven't seen any really yet. Was Mm. the Davenet Lodge Priest one? I think so, yeah. Yeah, uh, Except except the ones that we ran for our own events. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Hashtag so, yeah. we did it first. Yeah, so if uh, Fort World, if you uh, hear this, we could probably work out the royalty deal. <laughs> yeah, like for the Imperator. Yeah, you I'll, can, I'll well, take it. You can use uh, our characters if you want. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're giving you free license to sort of have a look at our characters, maybe polish them a little bit. I, I mean, I don't see the maybe need, but, you know. Maybe depth and character. <laughs> Yeah, giving them depth and character. <laughs> yeah, that no, would be it fair. It would be actually. nice to see just that part of the lore just expanded on because we we're not really sure what they are anyway. Would it be the Luperkai? Would it be the Sons of Horse kill teams? Like maybe we should have the Space Wolf kill teams or Guardian teams as uh, Ains of the Imperium or Emperor, the Guard Primarchs. Like, if you take a Primark, you can also take a unit of Space Wolf cannon fodder, whatever. <laughs> they will all be eaten by Amit anyway. This is true. This and is and very also, true. Russ will become a demon prince. That's that's true, Jake. It's in the law. 
yeah. it, it, it is fluff, current fluff. Yeah, it will, if, if there's a moderately okay-looking AFED <laughs> data, data sheet for him, it's going to be chaos. Right. It would make sense, though. It really would make sense for Ross to be chaos. He already mm. sacrificed a pla- loyalist planet. And I'm just sitting back and enjoying this, just hearing the baiting going down and just, you know, hearing anyway, the fanboys. Anyway, what about you now? Give Me? Us your, uh, another wish list. I, I would, I would, I got a couple. I would, I just, would like just, to see. Just, just, Ross sacrificed more loyalist marines than Pert Robo did at the Iron Cage. No. Oh, it's only the Iron Cage. That's fine because I say we sacrificed way more, way more throughout the course of the heresy. So I'm, I'm fine with that. Well, um, well, the wolves might be responsible for two entire legions. We don't, we don't really know. Um, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, okay. So now I'm going to go to my wish listing. Not, not. So I, I don't think it's wish listing so much the first one, but it's something I would really like to see. I would like to see a lot more new faces at our events this year. Um, or you mean our events, uh, the the event series? I'd like to see a lot of new faces um, from different areas, most definitely from different areas of Sweden. Um, as we talked about, like the community explosion is great. There are lots of uh, lots of communities, but I'd like to see more of them coming out of their communities to to our events and going to other events as well. Uh, but I very much like to see that. I would also really like to see. I think I'd like to see some more. Um, not fan fiction, but fan-made things. Um, because I really enjoyed what we did. Yeah, slash yeah, yeah, yeah. fiction. Uh, no, not 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 slash fiction. Um, because what I was what what got me thinking was when we did the character series ourselves last year. I thought it was really awesome um, and a lot of fun. And technically, you could take those and put them online somewhere and. People could quite happily um, go and you know download the sheets, make the models, and have fun with it, you know, um, and do that themselves. So I'd like to see more stuff like that come out. I mean, we've come up, we're we're going to be running our version of or our own tank rules, for example, tank battle rules. You know, that's fan created stuff. That's stuff that we've put together and is been play tested and is going out there. There's um, I got to give a shout out to Tom Pardo and. To Lex Head and the guys over at Crusade and Heresy who have been doing um, Lextastic work. The Lextastic work of the Shadow War stuff. They've been uh, they've been making the um, Kill Team stuff work in the Heresy, um, and that's that's what I want to see more of. I want to see more of the community creativity come out and and make it open for everybody to be to sort of play around with and have fun with just to, to add more to the game um so i'd like to see more of that basically coming out in 2000 that, that's that's definitely a wish list on my end um so yeah i'd like to see that uh you got any more there freddie nope no oh okay <laughs> no no well i can add on to that uh I have to say that 2017, there was a heaps of stuff that was like community created. 2016, ah, two, oh, didn't I say two times? What's here? I said 2017. Yeah, two, <laughs> 2016, I saw heaps of more community stuff like with their own rules and, and shit going on. 2017, not so much. It was more generic. 
for for you know events and stuff. Oh, in events, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking going back to the whole fluff thing, but but I, I can feel it towards the end of the year more and more, like with the route tag with with stuff. Yeah, every, everyone's kind of going back to their roots. Mm. So so to we reach New Year and everyone. I think that 2018, we're going to see exactly what you're wishing for. We're going to see more in-house rules. We're going to see more community-driven fluff and narrative. Uh, you know, it's going to be more storytelling. I think that, you know, you're going to get what you want. I hope so. That, that I would very much like to see. Chris, you got anything there, bud? Any more you want to add in? I think we've said it all, actually. I think we covered it all. Yeah. Awesome. Well, then, I think it's uh, it's a good time for us then to sort of move on to the the new year and what what are, what are we as individuals as, as hobbyists as gamers and and that sort of thing. What are our what have we got as um, as uh, New Year's resolutions uh, for for two thousand and eighteen? Um, I reckon you as, start us off with this one. Why me? What did I do wrong? <laughs> you, 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 never, you never start off exactly you haven't done it all night it's the joy of being the host I get to get everybody else to do the work to begin yeah. with but just imagine what I can do in editing then uh, so yeah, you, well, better, you better start off you know so I better start off yeah. uh, right okay fair enough if that's how it's got to be <laughs> yeah boo shucks um, okay so I've got I've got four five listed here in front of me five resolutions that I want to do this year in no particular order. I want to play more games. Uh, I want to play more games like at home. At, uh, I'm, I'm very fortunate there's like two gaming clubs within reasonable traveling distance um, in Lund and Malmö. Um, so I'd like to, you know, get some more games in there because that, that was one of the things I wanted to do last year. I think I played like three games in Malmö all year. Um, wasn't the year for it, but I'd like to make this year a bit more for it. Um, I really want to make the um, the uh, Virgin Heresy event uh, series event to happen in Skorna this year. Um, I want to make up for what happened last year with life and everything getting in the way, and I really want to see, really want to have it happen this year. So that's that's definitely on there. We, we've been talking about it already before this and for the last couple of months. So that that's definitely a thing there. Um, I want to get uh, I want to get my Iron Warriors painted up. Um, <laughs> I really want to get. Um, I, I said I wasn't going to do it, and I was. Uh, yeah, yeah, it didn't happen. I said I wasn't going to repaint my Iron Warriors after doing the MKA course. Totally failed. Repainting my Iron Warriors, painting more Iron Warriors. I've got in the region of about ten thousand points in in models. I think I've got about four thousand of that pointed up, painted but, up but now. You're talking, you're, you're talking Iron Hands now, aren't you? No, I'm talking Iron Warriors. Are you sure? I'm very sure. On this, I, I could be wrong about everybody else's. On mine, it's definitely the Fourth Legion Iron Warriors. Thank you, Christopher. <laughs> so not the tenth, then. <laughs> Trip me up there, you fucker. Uh, but uh, two things I def and two things I definitely want to get out of that is I really want to get my Tormented conversion done. Uh, but I got to give a big shout out to. Uh, Giancarlo from Perils of the Perils of the Wallet, who did a fantastic tormented conversion using uh, the uh, volcano cannon from Arriva, like I'm planning to do. He did it on a uh, falchion base uh, using the uh, the falchion tank as a base for that, and it's gorgeous. Um, mm. It's absolutely. 
stunning. I, I love it. I love the way it's painted up. I love the work he's done. I think it's brilliant. Um, I want it on the, the uh, Baneblade base because that's what it should be on, or the Shadow Sword, uh, because that's what the Tormentor is, if you, you read the fluff. But as a model, I think it's absolutely gorgeous. And I need to get my Primark done. I need to have uh, Perturabo painted up and looking all spangly and stuff. So, yeah, definitely make that happen. Uh, that's three, fourth one. Uh, Did we have a number for this? No, I just decided I was having five. You let me go first, yeah, so well, tough. I wanted you to go first. I didn't really realize that you had all of Lots. them. Ah, well, there we are. There. These are all of mine, so, you know, these that's are my personal. Think. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> well, you'll edit the fuck out of this anyway. Um, and then I think the, the fifth one is just to really work my ass off to make our events um, in whatever capacity I can be part of, um, part of those at the best they possibly can. Um, I, hey, wasn't I, this your second one? No, no, that was the Scorner event specifically because I want to make that happen. If, if you know, that that's an aim is to make one happen here overall. So what you basically are doing are subsets of... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm making this sound more important than it really is. Um, <laughs> Could you so, two, two and 2A? No, it's, it's, it's totally different things in my mind. Fuck off. You know, if you just go, hey, you, let's be honest, yours is going to be paint two models. So I'm just filling up some time yeah, here. Yeah, and I reckon that Freddy will be have fun at Adepticon. Yeah, so I'm so, just trying to build well, some time into this. Uh, anyway, this I'm not done yet. <laughs> and there we are, done. Right, okay, see, see 2019. Uh, oh, and, and the last one, 19? which is... Uh, yeah, you know, we're done for the year now. We're going to skip a year. That's great. Yeah, let's just do it. Why not? Um... Anyway, last one is um, on a personal note. I, I really want to... Um, Get laid? No, no, I could fix that anyway. Um, but no, I want to... Uh, <laughs> no, but no, you're fine. You, can you leave my, my uh, you know, all, all that sort of shit out of this right now? I'm trying to focus on heresy. <laughs> this is this is not, this is not you know, my personal... I, I play Empress Children. That is so heresy related. Is yeah, it your no. elder you're going to continue with? <laughs> and you're trying to get this shit in there I, I, yeah whatever anyway so uh, pa- painting chap that's what I, I want to focus on that and make that work and try and get that thing to be trying to get the commission stuff to be uh, a regular worker a regular piece of work and you know churn out some really good stuff for people so that's that's my last one those are my, my five or four and four a um, and four b however you want to <laughs> you know be fastidiously bastardish about it um that, that, those are my resolutions for this year. We basically need you to make a spreadsheet. No. I've got one. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got one. Um, yeah. So what about you then, Chris? And painting two models does not count. I'm... Well, now I have to paint five then. Well, <laughs> I got a plan of about uh, 3,000 points of blood angels to paint this year. Ooh, nice. And I've actually already put it into a Kanban sort, sorted out. Wow, there's organization and stuff to this. Well, if there's going to be a book release some, sometime, even remotely soon, I basically need to do it. <laughs> there is that. There's I'm going to cheat a bit. I'm going to paint stuff like two editors. So. Yeah, that's fair. That's pretty cool. I like the sound of that. That's a, that's a really solid resolution to be going for. The, bring on the angels. Yeah. Yeah, there, there needs to be more blood angels in the Swedish, Swedish meta. Well, Pelle is uh, doing Blood Angels for the yeah, for 2019. He, yeah, so he claims. 
Oh, I've seen him. He keeps sending me whips. Yeah, but what about what about photos of models? See, you got there before I could. Damn it! <laughs> oh, that's what, at least what my, that's my big. Problem. It's all about that dungeon, mate. That's what yeah. it's all about. That's, that's my big. Uh, play, that's my big pleasure for this year. I need to get another army sorted, and I'm gonna do it as blood angels because they've been my love since. Uh, well, way longer than I need really need, want to admit. But it was a nice dual codex that was black and white once upon a time. Uh, I have that one. Yeah, so do I. I did not play the angel like the bloody angel. Yeah, we can play the other part. The angles of DF. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the big pledge. The other, other than that, it's more of a make sure that we. This is more of a. I'm going to take on all both of you on this one. To make sure that the event series we're going to put on in our different respective roles to be as good as it can be for all of the yeah. players and listeners out there. Because we all have our roles that we've been assigned ourselves. I mean, I write the fluff and story and Freddy makes sure that get. it actually gets to be playable. And Jody... And also get drunk. Yeah. And Jody, you keep track of Freddy when he's drunk. Oh, what? when the fuck did I become his handler? What the hell, man? <laughs> well, okay, I got to fluff. Fair <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I have to okay. split it somewhere. But, uh, Fair enough, we can, I can live with that. I also need to make a promise to myself to play more this year, because this year has basically been so bad that I've played a handful of games of Heresy, some Battlefield Gothic and some Necromunda, and it's basically, that's all for a year. And that's, I don't really want it to be like that, it's more of a having other priorities most of the time, or being ill, which is also nice. Yeah. Usually... Probably a combination of both. <laughs> well, let's try to avoid that then for you. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, I'm also going to paint my Titan. Oh, yeah, baby. Which That's is, what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, finish yeah. it because. It definitely is this year. Yeah. Well, yeah. That is, uh, given that uh, the Angels will be more of a drip fed over the year, the Titan will be a main project during the first months of the year. So you can have a. Uh, yeah, 2018 is uh, the year of the fucking god machines and of the flak jackets. <laughs> flak jacketed called god machines. There we are. <laughs> so oh, also, since you did, you mentioned your commission service. Yeah, I, I, I don't have a commission service, but I will continue working on pro- projects and post them on my Instagram at Project Nevendar. It's also at Project Nevendar on. Facebook. Awesome source, man. And uh, that's more of me. That that will more log the pro- progress of my future, of the Blood Angels and the Titan. I will also log uh, other projects that might not be entirely related to the heresy, but they will still be hobby-related, all of them. So that's me. That's awesome. That's very awesome. What about you, Freddy, then? What's your stuff, bro? Uh, to finish my militia army, and then uh, after I've done that, to finish my solar ox army. And once that's done, I am finally gonna do those fucking iron hands that I promised to do since the MK course. So I'll start working on them, uh, which is you know kind of house moving related. And then after that, 
the new course, new year, new legion. I am. I have talked to a lot of friends, asked about things, and I'm looking at maybe doing some word bearers. Ooh, interesting. How far into the corruption? Uh, Are they still grey or red? No, they're red. Yeah, so that's after they sort of fall then. Yeah. See, now, the, the, yeah, okay. You mentioned that because I've, I've, I've been tinkering with the idea of a new legion for a while, um, which may have to wait until the until the, until the new course. But uh, yeah, we've been talking that one about that one as well, haven't we, Chris? Yep. Yeah, I, I don't think I could do world, world, word bearers now. Freddie's doing word bearers. Well, that makes it a bit more not as fun, perhaps. Yeah, uh, but, but on the other hand, I don't do, do fuck off. I'm not doing loyalist. We are Good on God. the other hand, we do have a lack of certain legions in our, well, in the visible community that, that we see regularly because we don't have access to all of the communities in Sweden, which we, which we noticed when Freddy found another community in Stockholm, Stockholm. when he was in, in distance. Yeah, when he was at the other side of the country. Because <laughs> you know, you cough, you fall, you don't land on one in your own community. You land on one somewhere else. Yeah, because <laughs> that's how that happens. And, uh, that is, you could do wolves. You know what? Actually, um, I've been talking to Lex uh, from Crusade and Heresy, who is a b- big wolves player, and we may have already mapped up a two and a half thousand point or two thousand point Primarchs chosen. Um, so it could happen. It could happen. I'm just saying, it could happen. Primarchs chosen is just a fancy man's so pride of the Legion. And yeah, I know how we stand on right of the Legion. Yeah, pretty much right at the front there, going, "Let's bring it, baby." Um, yeah, okay, maybe, <laughs> maybe there's a thing there. Okay, maybe there's a thing there. But on the other <laughs> hand, for a starter force, it's a great concept. If you just want to yeah. make, I want to make Russ with these guys. I want to paint Russ, man. It's yeah. so pretty. Um, yeah, definitely, maybe, could possibly happen. Um, okay, moving on <laughs> before I get my before I commit to something else. Um, so yeah, and I, I I think uh, I think as a podcast, I think for us, just as a as a podcast thing, just to keep putting out episodes is going to be our thing and upping our game on that as well, uh, making things a bit more interesting for you guys uh, in some way, shape, or form. We have um, talked a bit about uh, having more interaction with you listeners. We have also yep. talked about uh, having some kind of competitions going forward. Yeah, with definitely. Some prizes, That's but right. More on that when we actually decide on what we're going to do as competition. Yeah, we could, we could work that stuff out first. But I tell you what, the, thinking about that, it's a nice way of tying into, if you've got any ideas on what you'd like to see us do um, as a podcast or what we can bring to you as our as our community, as our listeners, let us know. Drop us an email at theverangianheresy at uh, gmail.com and let us know because that's what we're all about, is getting hearing from you guys. So... Have we got anything else we want to roll up into this beautiful little bundle that currently is the future of, of you know, stuff and New Year's promises and things? Is there anything else we need to, we need to put in? Anything you want to mention, Freddie? Uh, nothing more than wishing everyone a happy New Year. Oh, this amen to that. Yeah, and you, Chris, anything from you, bud? No, I just want to wish uh, everyone a happy New Year. Oh, well, that's beautiful. Then now well, people will have to guess which one we made the edit. Yeah. <laughs> well, just to say to everybody, we're not going to do our traditional wrap-up this evening. We're not going to go through the events and everything. What we are going to do, because you've been listening to us for a while, while now, is we're going to wrap it up here and head on out and look forward to bringing you lots more episodes 
in the upcoming year or next year, depending on when we are, because you never know. And we're very much looking forward to uh, bringing heresy to your ears, talking about talking about crazy stuff, talking about events, having fun, and just being part of what is a most amazing community. So I'm going to say Happy New Year from me, and it's a good night from me. And me. And me. And remember, guys, treat life like 30K. Be angry on in the streets, be fulgrim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is the Brandian Heresy Podcast, signing off. And remember, kids, tune in next week. Same Lex time, same Lex channel.